I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Bart Smith Field and Blackman High School. Brian Barrett and John Dinkins here now with you as we get ready for high school football here tonight. John's got a look at the key players in tonight's game from fans heating and air, winner's trophies, and loveless fine photography. Well, for the Blackman Blaze, you're going to have to look at uh, toward Drew Beam as their leader at quarterback. And uh, Hudson Jackson, Kendall Story, and Jalen Pleasant have all seen action at the running back position, and uh, they're used frequently. Look out for the wideouts with Mar- uh, Todd Lark and Mark Cooper as well as some of the favorite targets of Drew Beam. For Riverdale, they're going to have Jamison Holcomb uh, behind the center. Marcus Lloyd and uh, Brandon Connard have really formed a major one-two punch for Riverdale. And, of course, the senior C.J. Johnson can do a lot of things as a running back, as a wide receiver. Uh, Those are the guys we're going to be looking at in a very, very big game here tonight from Blackman High School. And they are brought to you by Fans Heating and Air. Loveless Fine Photography and Winner's Trophies. Brian? Blackman will be kicking off to the Riverdale Warriors. Blackman in the uh, Navy uh, shirts and pants with orange, let's say burnt orange, if you will, helmets. Riverdale in the road whites, tops and bottoms with cardinal numbers. And, of course, gold in there as well. The kick is going to be taken by Riverdale and fielded at the 32-yard line, and that's where they fall on it there. Well, that was a dangerous, dangerous yes. play. He kind of dove for the ball, Brian, and uh, he held it and got on, got on top of it. But, whoo, that was, that was close. And that was Mackie Bonds with the um, no return there, but did gobble up the kickoff. And we're underway here. Your official Jay Mullins Jewelry kickoff time is 7 o'clock. Jay Mullins Jewelry, West Northfield Boulevard. Expert jewelry design, custom design and manufacturing of Special jewelry for that special someone. Jay Mullins Jewelry and Gifts, West Northfield Boulevard. Jamison Holcomb rolls him out. This give, the first one to Marcus Lloyd, dives up the middle for a couple of yards. Marcus coming into the game, 63 carries and 472 yards. Just added two on that right there. Eight touchdowns and averaging about seven and a half per carry. I think the focus for Blackman's defense tonight, stop the run. Let Jamison Holcomb be the one to beat you if you're going to get beat. Elijah Herring lines up as one of the two receivers here to the near side. They're moving right to left from our vantage point. A little misdirection play this time. Yields nothing here for Marcus Lloyd and the Warriors and brings up third down. Yeah, that was good closure there by Blackman. and There, there was no hole uh, at all to develop. On a side note, is that the smallest yard marker that you've ever seen over there? Uh, Pretty much. (laughs) Good grief. It's really tiny. I thought it may have just been me. It's a junior junior marker. Yes. Backfield split. Now Herring lines up as one of three wides here to the near side. Here's Holcomb with some time. Steps up in the pocket. Now he's going to tuck it and run. Gets the first down. As he dives across the 45-yard line to the 46, John, well covered by Blackman in what would have been an obvious passing down for Jamison Holcomb, but he got it done with the legs that time. That's just good awareness by Holcomb. Knew where he was, knew he could pick up the first down without throwing the ball, and when you can do that, all things are good. First bank, first down for the Riverdale Warriors as they near midfield at their own 46-yard line. Ball still on the right hash. And going to give about a yard there to Mr. Marcus Lloyd. 
Lloyd tried to wait on a hole in an opening, but it just did not develop with that front defensive front of the Blaze. Didn't get a push. Riverdale's offensive line didn't get a push that time, and Blackman uh, really controlling it at this point early in the game. Zalem McKinney wide out to the far side. C.J. Johnson wide out here on the near side, wide side of the field. And the tight end, Kate Hewitt, in motion. The give coming this way is Brandon Kennard. Kennard crossing midfield at the 50 to the 45 and rumbles down to the 43-yard line, and it's a first down run there for Brandon Kennard and the Warriors. About 15 yards on that carry, a big first down. Went to the outside this time instead of trying to go inside. It was pretty successful for him. Another first down for Riverdale. Kennard, the lone back with Holcomb on his right hip. Wide side of the field, now the right as the ball is on the left hash. Snap to Holcomb, quick hot pass out. Right side to Zayla McKinney. McKinney McKinney shakes and bakes. He's at the 35-30, got the angle, 25-20. And going to be out of bounds inside the Steve Martin construction red zone around the 15-yard line. Nice run after the catch for Zalen McKinney. That's his 12th catch of the season. Had 108 yards coming in and added 27 right there. Well, a perfectly thrown football. He didn't have to waste any time. He only had one man to beat, and he did. And they caught up with him, but uh, good, good uh, coverage there. But uh, a little too late there. Steve Martin Construction working directly with you to build the home of your dreams. They're in the Steve Martin Construction red zone. Warriors hand off to Marcus Lloyd. Lloyd takes it right side and gets down to the 10-yard line. No, gets back to the 15-yard line, so that's the line of scrimmage. They have really put their focus, the defensive line, on Marcus Lloyd. Only five yards on three carries so far. Brings up a second down here for the Warriors. Second and 10 from the 15-yard line. Knock it on the door here in the early going on their first drive of the game. Tight end Mitchell lines up here on the near side. Blocking for Holcomb, who passes toward the end zone. A catch by C.J. Johnson leaping into the air. Yes, sir. Touchdown, Warriors. Well, I hate to be redundant, but another perfectly thrown ball. Had two receivers open, and uh, Johnson came down with it on a nice uh, over-the-shoulder catch. Touchdown, Riverdale. 15-yard grab for the Toots touchdown, and the Warriors on the scoreboard here first in the backyard brawl. And that's going to bring on Roberto Zarati for point. Senior kicker. Four point, snap, set, good. The kick away, it is also good. So with that Toots touchdown, the Riverdale Warriors lead the Blackman Blaze with 8.30 left in the first quarter. 7-0, a one-minute break, and we'll be right back. Toots. Come to Toots and help us celebrate our 35th anniversary. Hey, how you doing? This is Nick Hayes at Toots. Toots Restaurant has been family-owned and operated for 35 years. Good food and fun is our middle name. Good food and fun. Toots Restaurant is your high school football headquarters. Toots on Northwest Broad Street, Toots on South Church Street, Toots on Highway 96, or Toots on Sam Ridley and Smyrna. Good food and fun.
strange real estate fact. It is illegal to lend your next door neighbor a vacuum cleaner in Denver, Colorado. But for some reason, it's perfectly fine to lend one to someone down the street, as long as they are not someone right next door. Call me for better real estate facts. 615-788-1932. Sold by MK, brokered by EXP Realty. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Football. Good neighbor State Farm Agent Bud Morris, located at 3245 Franklin Road, sponsors this portion of the game. Just down from Franklin Road Christian School, 615-893-1417. Well, the kick went over the head of Jalen Pleasant. He had to go back to get it and does run it up to about the 14-yard line, but that's going to be it. John, that was almost dangerous there to begin with. The ball was caught inside the five. At least he did get it up to the 14, but not great field position for the Blaze to start trailing 7-0. Not to start, and you're down. You're right, 7-0, and uh, Riverdale did it pretty easily, really, quite honestly. And uh, you've got to, Blackman's going to have to rebound here and under the shoulders of Drew Bean. One and four on the season. One and one in region play are the Blackman Blaze. Beam mentioned him, 59 of 117, 804 yards passing. Comes out doing the same here, but the pass is incomplete. Intended for Justin Brown, but Brown looked very surprised to get that. Well, I think Alex Mitchell got his hand maybe on that just a little bit uh, and deflected that maybe just enough to get his eye off of it. Mitchell, the leading tackler for the Riverdale Warriors with 37 tackles and a half sack on the season. Mark Cooper, Alex Garrett, and Brown, the receivers to the far side for Drew Beam. Beam gives to Pleasant, and they string it out. Not a lot of room to run here. Gets it to about the 16-yard line, and it'll bring up third down. Looked, looked like the hole was there, but uh, they closed it in a hurry. And, and I was going to mention Riverdale's secondary. This is a big test. Drew, Drew Beam will throw the football and throw it a lot if need be. And, uh, you know, he's he's the memory they have from last year Yes, of that one pass at the end of the game. And uh, so big test for the Riverdale secondary tonight. Garrett, Cooper, and Brown. The trips here to the wide side. That's the right. Pleasant in the backfield with Beam. A drop, and Beam lets it fly. Incomplete, trying to catch Garrett, cutting across field, and it falls incomplete. That would have been for a big first down. Well, he had plenty of time to throw. The, the protection was good, but the route seemed to take a long, long time, and, yeah. and uh, I don't know that he felt he could wait any longer before he released it. No, it was almost like... Uh, he was trying to wait on Garrett to get to the yeah. spot, and he just had to go ahead and pass. Well, here comes the Blackman punt by Satterfield. Will Riverdale pick it up or no? Nope, it's going to hit at the 35 and take a roll across the 30. Down to the 25-yard line, not returnable. And a punt of 64 yards there for Jackson Satterfield. Brian, they needed that. That was a great punt. And when they let it go, it bounced and took about 20 more yards on them. 
7.55 left here in the first quarter with the Riverdale Warriors leading 7-0 and bringing the offense back out here. They took the opening drive down, scored, had a big run by uh, B.J. Kennard in there. And a nice pass for the TD by Jalen Holcomb. Speaking of Holcomb, give this time up the middle, not a whole lot there. It's Kennard on the carry, but just for a couple. Going to give him a little forward progress, trying to run off the left or right guard, if you will. Ball on the right hash. It's been tough going inside. Blackman's defense interior line have done a really good job uh, so far in the first uh, series and the start of this one. Well, Riverdale in that first series, they kept pounding at that door and a couple of times and then had a couple of big plays with some big yardage to wind up scoring. Here's Kennard going to be dropped in the backfield this time. And that is Elijah Smith. Dropped him for a yard loss. Smith on the year, 24 tackles, two sacks coming into this game. One of the defensive leaders for the Blaze. Well, I think the defensive front is one of their strong points for Blackman. And uh, Riverdale's got a strong offensive line, so it's going to be a battle tonight. Third down and about nine and a half. Clock at 6-12, Riverdale leading 7-0 here at the Inferno, Bart Smith Field, Blackman High School. Holcomb fakes the handoff, a little screen pass, dumped to Lloyd. Lloyd 30. Can he break another tackle? Turn, spins, downed at the 35. He's going to be a couple of yards short. Well, that was some good work there to John tried to break free from that last tackle. Well, that was a that was a set call. I think they saw the rush coming. They had a blitz. And Holcomb sent a nice little pass over to Lloyd. I think if he'd have gone to the outside, maybe just a little, he might have got that first down. It's going to bring on Zarati to punt here for the Warriors. And Mark Cooper, the deep man back for the Blaze, right at the 32-yard, make that 37-yard line. Riverdale kicking right to left as we see it. Punt in the air, taken by Cooper, and now he throws the hand up to fair catch it at the 36-yard line. So that's where the Blaze will take over here for their second offensive series, trailing 7-0 here, and the clock sitting at uh, 5 minutes and 9 seconds left in the first quarter. Just a 35-yard punt, but got the job done. There was no return, so... Decent field, much better field position this time than Blackman had in the early going. Yeah, well, they started that first series at the 14. This one's starting at the 36-yard line. And the senior, Drew Beam, rolls them out. 6'2", 195-pound senior. Trips to the right. That's the wide side, ball closer to the left hash. Hudson Jackson on the carry, 40, 45. And gets it to about the 48-yard line before being muscled down. Nice run. Best run of the night so far, Andrew Hudson-Jackson. That's his 50th carry, and coming into the game, he had 164 yards and a touchdown on the season. Well, a little delay on the handoff and uh, got a nice, uh, really nice block and uh, was able to get up to the field and uh, actually found a good hole. Brown and Lark receivers to the far side along with Cooper, I believe, out there as well. Hudson Jackson in the backfield with Beam. 
Beam throws a bullet. Caught by Todd Lark in Riverdale territory for a four-yard pickup. By the way, Lark, one of the uh, favorite receivers for Drew Beam, 16 carries, 288 yards, and a couple of touchdowns on the year. Well, it's so good if you can get your running game going. That's going to open up the passing game quite a bit for, for Drew Beam. And uh, we've seen him. He can deliver it. Beam works from the gun. And it's Hudson Jackson again, this time crawling across the 45. Gets a couple. Carrying it here on the right side. And he is being relieved here by Jalen Pleasant. We've got one listed at 5'10", Hudson Jackson, and Pleasant at 5'11". I think 5'10 may be generous for Hudson Jackson and maybe not enough for Jalen Pleasant. I don't know. Ball between the hashes. Sending the trips here right side of the line. Beam a quick pass. Finds Mark Cooper. Cooper shakes and bakes 45 to the 40-yard line and down at the 39. And that's going to be enough to move the sticks. A six-yard pickup and a first bank. First down for the Blaze. Well, when you've got a third and three, that's so much better than having a third and eight, third and nine, and just a little short out to a Cooper and got one block, really. He probably would have had the first down even if he hadn't gotten a block. Cooper's got some great moves. He's got that basketball player in him. Yep, yep. Just think, I was thinking the same thing. Three wide to the far side. Ball on the right hash. And right up the gut goes Jalen Pleasant this time. 35, still on his feet, carrying the pile across the 30. And finally muscled down inside the 30 at the 29-yard line. Carries it 10 big yards on the first and 10. It's going to be close to the first down. I don't know if they gave him nine and a half or not, but it's close. They're saying it's a first bank first down as the chain moves across the way. Blackman moving the football, trailing 7-0 to Riverdale with two minutes and 27 seconds to go here in the first quarter. A very nice drive being put together here by the Blaze. Good, good uh, blocking by the uh, offensive line for Blackman in this drive. Two wide receivers this set and extra blockers on the right side of the line. Opening up an ice hole for Hudson Jackson. Crosses the 25 and gets down to about the 21-yard line as he rumbles eight yards. The offensive line there of Blackman pushing some guys away there. Can you see the holes they're yeah. creating? I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. Right now they're beating Riverdale in the line of scrimmage. Brings up a second down and two. Under two minutes to play here. First quarter, 7-0 Riverdale. Two wides here, right side. That's Lark and Cooper. Beam, barking signals. Beam to Pleasant. Going up to the, uh, the gut again. Crosses the 20 to the 19. Maybe the 18. We'll see where they spot it. The ball is forward there, but the official is going to bring it back one yard. But it is enough for the first bank first down. Inside the Steve Martin Construction Red Zone, if you're looking for the contractor that can meet your every need, thing that you want, build the home of your dreams, it's Steve Martin Construction. Blaze trying to tie this one up here. Riverdale leads 7-0. Beam with a hard count. 
The give to Pleasant. Pleasant hit. Oh, Alex Mitchell bringing the wood. That was a hit. And that time they had a hole created, and Alex Mitchell just closed it very quickly. Still got a pretty good. Got a good push. Got about four yards there, yeah, I think. Looking like uh, four. Sack it down and six. Just 50 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Ball at the 15-yard line. Second and six. Going back to the well. Pleasant waits on some blockers. Nothing there. And Alex Mitchell clobbered him. Oh, my goodness. Mitchell is a beast. Alex Mitchell, 37 tackles and a half sack coming into this game. He knows what the backyard brawl is all about. Well, that was a, that was just a great, great individual effort and held him in time to get everybody to give him some help. Play clock at 25 seconds, game clock at 15. I don't know that Blackman is going to run a play here. It looks like they are not, which is going to take us to our first quarter break here with your score. Riverdale 7, Blackman nothing. You're listening to State Farm Prep Football back in one minute. For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today, Balfour, Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard, Balfour, Tennessee, online at balfourtn.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, now offering telehealth visits with your healthcare provider. MMC's top priority is the health and safety of our patients, staff, and community. MMC's telehealth visits are private, confidential, convenient, covered by insurance, and all done from the safety of your home. Please visit mmclinic.com forward slash telehealth to learn more or call us at 615-893-4480. MMC's telehealth, your health is our mission. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Football. State Farm Prep Sports on News Radio WGNS is brought to you in part tonight by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Craig's Tax Service, Loveless Photography, FMB Mortgage, Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, First Class Sales and Service, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and State Farm. Your score here is seven nothing as Riverdale on a 15-yard pass to C.J. Johnson from Jamison Holcomb with the 8.30 mark of the first quarter scored. And that is the difference. But Blackman is knocking on the door here. Oakland leads 7-0 as well in their game. Going to the second quarter, scoreless, Moore County and Eagleville. Scores on your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. Third down and six for the Blackman Blaze. Play clock is down to 10 seconds. Beam looking to the sidelines. Has two wides here to the near side. Ball between the hashes. They're moving right to left now. Play clock at two. Gets it off here and throws incomplete. Did it hit Hudson Jackson is the question, but it did not. Well, that was intended for Andrew Hudson Jackson, but, John, he never really looked. It was like he wasn't expecting the ball. And it was really close of almost being picked off by Elijah Herring. He was all over that ball, probably a couple of seconds late, but uh, dangerous pass. Going to bring up a big down here for Blackman. Looks like they're going to kick. 
Well, this is Satterfield, who is going to attempt a 32-yard field goal, the first field goal attempt of the year. The kick is up, and the kick is no good. Wide right. Wide right. No good. Let's take 30 seconds. We'll be right back. Riverdale's defense holds at 7-0 Warriors. Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We fulfill all your tax preparation needs from individual returns to corporations and handle any of those scary letters you may get from the IRS. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. Got to actually visit with Dana Womack today, as a matter of fact. Good to see Miss Dana and all of our State Farm agents and all of our sponsors who bring you State Farm Prep Sports. Got the first penalty of the game, this one against the uh, Warriors, illegal participation. Too many men on the field. Yep. That'll and get you. Riverdale, Christ, uh, Coach Kreisky was trying to call a timeout. He ran down the field trying to call a timeout, but just a fraction too late. I knew he was kind of squirrely He's fast. He's fast, I'm telling you. He set a coach's record just a few minutes ago. Five-yard penalty here. We'll make it first and 15 back at the 15 after the missed field goal. Delay handoff. Here's Brandon Kennard. He's going to get up to the 19-yard line. He's going to get four of those five penalty yards back to bring up Sackett down. This is where Riverdale needs to get a couple of first downs. Rest their defense. Their defense was out there a long time, and they had a nice hold. Offense needs to reward them uh, back by uh, getting a nice drive of their own here. The Oakland Patriots now leading 14 to nothing. They're playing at Rock Vale tonight. Or at Oakland, I'm sorry. Holcomb with seven seconds on the play clock. Sends McKinney in motion from right to left. He's got it on the sweep. Waits on a block. Nothing there. Taken down at the 20-yard line. He's going to get a couple. But it'll bring up third down and nine yards to go. That was one time I think he waited too long for his blocker. If he'd have cut it up to the inside, I think he'd have gotten some good yardage. But uh, was kind of holding back, waiting on his blocker to, uh, to make that block. This is big for Riverdale now, third and nine. Two wide right for the Warriors. And junior signal caller Jamison Holcomb looks across the middle. Now passes that way. And it is going to be caught at the 30-yard line right there at the sticks. And the catch is made by Cade Hewitt. What a catch there by Cade. Clutch catch, and he was alert enough to go forward with it after he caught it and picked up that first down. Well, that was a huge play. First bank, first down for the Warriors. Ball at the 31-yard line now. Riverdale leading 7-0 in this backyard brawl. Ten minutes to go in the first half. C.J. Johnson. One of the two receivers here to the near side. Looking to the left. 
Elijah Herring has it and now dances down the sideline. He's going to be taken out of bounds somewhere around the 35-36 yard line. We'll see where they mark him out. That's just his third catch of the season and had 70 yards coming into this game. Add five to it. Holcomb's the kind of passer that when you're playing defense, you've got pretty good coverage. You think you're going to maybe tip the ball, maybe even intercept it, but he zips it so quickly. It's so, it's so, uh, uh, it's alluring, but Boy, he can throw it in there. Two wides here, tight in at the line. The give to Lloyd, challenging up the gut. 39-yard line, close to the 40. Going to get about three and brings up a third down here again for the Riverdale Warriors. This is a manageable three, about two to three yards to get. Yeah, they really need to get it to about the 41-yard line, and the ball is at no, it's at the 39. They get, need to get it to the 41. Blackman needs a stop here defensively. Lloyd in the backfield with Holcomb. They fake the handoff to Lloyd. Holcomb rolls out. Holcomb finds Herring at the 50. He is upended. Otherwise, it would have been some big yardage as Mark Cooper tripped him up, but not before 13 yards. It could have been much more, but thanks to Cooper, it was held down to just that. He, re he rolled out, and I thought, whoa, boy, he's in trouble. But he just threw across his body and threw a strike to the receiver, and he, is, he hasn't missed a pass yet. We're seeing this kid coming to his own here tonight. A wide out to either side. Tight end blocking on the left. Play goes that way. Lloyd challenging up the middle and gets to the 46-yard line, picks up a couple. Clock hard. at 8.13, John. Sorry, Brian. Some hard running there by Lloyd. Didn't really have a whole lot. He just kind of dove in to get what he could. Alex Mitchell looking over on the sideline. And it's not that Blackman's not playing decent defense. They're playing good defense. But Holcomb's just hotter than a firecracker right now. Anchoring that left end of the line there. Hewitt, one of two receivers, here to the near side. Holcomb pump fakes, goes deep, and delivers a bullet to C.J. Johnson. What a juke move. Dances inside, now outside. He's across the 10 to the 5 and is down at the one-yard line. Boy, a lot of things happen right there. First of all, you had Jamison Holcomb throw a bullet, and then C.J. Johnson, that goes 45 yards. My goodness. Great pump fake. Yep. And that was a little down-out move, and, and boy, C.J. had his man beat, and Holcomb laid it right in his hands. What about those extra yards after the catch, though, by C.J. Johnson? That was pretty amazing. Ball at the one. He made a nice little move at about the 10-yard line that you're right. It was, it was smooth. First and goal at the one. And it's a direct snap. It's Cade Hewitt who runs it in for the touchdown. Warriors. Well, one yard, one carry, touchdown for Cade Hewitt. Just a great drive by Riverdale. Just You saw a little bit of everything, but mainly you got to give credit to, to Jamison Holcomb on that because he was lights out. Warriors with the Toots touchdown. Toots good food and fun with four Rutherford County locations. One just down the road here on Highway 96 near Blackman High School. So if you're here, maybe you want to hit up some toots after the game tonight. Here is Zerati for point. This kick is through the uprights. 
your score with 7.09 to go in the first half of play. Second quarter, Riverdale 14, Blackman nothing. Back in one minute. Shop for your favorites at Dillard's, JCPenney, Brew 21, and Hot Topic. And grab a bite at Buffalo Wild Wings, Sam's Sports Grill, Olive Garden, Miller's Ale House. With more than 60 retailers, you're sure to find something that you love at Stones River Town Center. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for style tips, upcoming events, and sales information. Stones River Town Center, shopping centered on you. Online at shopstonesriver.com. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson, and you're listening to Prep Football. Kickoff taken by the Blaze inside the 10 to the 15 to the 20-yard line, and that is going to be it. Braden Woodruff on a great tackle, a shoestring tackle to hold him from a bigger gain there. Nice tackle. And that was Charles Gaunt on the return. Our coverage here on News Radio WGNS brought to you in part by State Farm Agent Emerson Williams in Smyrna at 199 Enon Springs Road West at Hazelwood Drive. State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, 615-459-2683. Have a little trouble getting that arm around that protective screen. Yes, there, I did. First and 10, Blackman needs a drive here. Going with Pleasant. Trying to challenge right up the line there. Forward progress to the 25. Going to give him a couple there, about three. Brings up a second down here. The Warriors have scored on two of their three offensive drives in this game. Blackman did drive on their last offensive series. Close enough in the red zone to attempt a field goal of 32 yards, which was wide right. Two receivers right side for Beam. Beam going to uncork it and finds Cooper at the 45 and ridden down at the 40-yard line. Boy, I tell you what, that was all Drew Beam right there. He just let it fly. He was under lots of pressure, 36 yards downfield to Mark Cooper. Yeah, and a great catch by Cooper to come back and kind of help him a little bit by coming toward the sidelines. And uh, I didn't think Beam had a chance to get that completed. Very similar, don't want to bring it up again, but very similar to last year. That was quite an amazing pass right there. Three wide right. Here's Pleasant running right side, 40. Going to be upended at about the 45. No, still on his feet. Down to the 44-yard line. A little premature there on that, but does get about seven yards. Great second effort there. 
They had him shut down at about the 35, picked up another couple of yards. It's hard-earned. They're only going to give him five on the play, but I, it's really about four. Brings up a second down here. Five minutes, 12 seconds left in the first. Second. Blackman, right to left. Ball on the right hash. This a direct snap. Across the 30. It's gaunt to about the 28-yard line. That's going to go for about six, and it's going to be a first down for the Blackman Blaze. Move the chains. First bank, first down with offices in Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and nearly 50 across the state. That's first bank. Another good drive. Here's about where they kind of stalled out in the first uh, series. Oh, Here's Gaunt with a run and is clobbered by Mitchell at the 25-yard line. Boy, what did Alex Mitchell eat for breakfast? I don't know, but I don't want him touching me. Woo. Man, that was a hit. You could hear that from up here. And I know we've got socially distanced crowd, but it was still a hit. Got some new scores coming in here. Trying to get those updated here on our scoreboard. Uh, Smyrna leads 20 to nothing over Antioch. Stewart's Creek leads Station Camp 14 nothing. On your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard, Oakland up on Rockvale 28 nothing early second quarter. Second down, beam back to pass, looking across the top. Goes to the air, incomplete. Intended for Demica Dowdy, but falls incomplete thanks to a hard hit there. I was trying to see who that warrior was. I can't make out the number. I thought it was McKinney, but I, I, I can't swear to it. I thought it was two, but I couldn't catch the number. Tamaria Smith, 21, I think. My goodness, what a hit. Third down, third and seven. Under four minutes to play. The incomplete pass stops the clock. Three wide left here. Ball at the 25. Another nice pass here to Cooper. Goes high for it. Cooper, 15, fights for it at the 10. Ball comes loose, and they say he was down. The official pointed to the turf, said he was down. It's going to be first and goal here for the Blackman Blaze. Second time tonight. That one goes 17 yards. Blackman really fortunate there. I think he fumbled it twice, really. Caught it, fumbled it, then caught it, and then fumbled it again. Seven, four, and three. That's Cooper, Lark, and Garrett. Receivers right side. Pleasant, direct snap to him. Pleasant hit at the line. Bounces it outside. And then is going to be creamed at the four-yard line. He just bounced off one tackler, then just bounced off and then went straight ahead, which is the smart thing to do. Don't try to take it outside. Pick up what he could get. Second and goal from the four-yard line. Trailing 14-0. Blackman trying to get on the scoreboard here. Blackman's done a pretty good job of running against Riverdale here. We'll see what they do on second and four. I think they'll try another run, a run play before they pass it. Hudson Jackson with beam under center this time. Hudson Jackson bounces it outside, and a great tackle 
in the open field. And I'm not, I think that was maybe, that was Ben C Ferguson, nine? C.J. Johnson, was I believe. Okay. And I think Ferguson was in there with him. Got a down warrior. See if we can't pick up a number here. Kind of on his back. Want no to remind, way to really tell. Want to remind you, tune in each Saturday morning at 8 for the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. And our game tonight is brought to you by Balfour, Tennessee. That's Josh Houston and Associates, Little Caesars Pizza, Last Cass's Feed Supply, and Chick-fil-A. I think we have time to squeeze in an injury timeout here. With timeout on the field, we'll step aside and be right back here on State Farm Prep Sports. Parmesan, Asiago, and fresh mozzarella. All this cheesing is rather pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, tastes like a million bucks. The pepperoni cheeser cheeser at Little Caesars. Little Caesars just introduced crazy bread stuffed with melted cheese. Don't do it! It's too crazy! New stuffed crazy bread with crazy sauce. Oh, it's crazy. On Memorial Boulevard, Warrior Drive, Franklin Road, and Rutherford Boulevard. Pizza, pizza. We're talking with Alita Tuma. As a retired audiologist, I was even surprised at how much better I could hear with my new hearing instruments. The Bluetooth feature allows me to hear on the phone, hands-free, and listen to music through my hearing aids while going for a walk on the Greenway. They are rechargeable, so I don't need to worry about batteries anymore. I wouldn't go anywhere else but Dr. Lancaster. If you want to be treated like a friend and hear better, Go see Hearing Aid and Audiology Services. 608 East Clark Boulevard. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Football. Jalen Wiest was the injured warrior, and he is off the field now. Here is Drew Beam calling his own number on third and five, makes the late pitch into the end zone. Touchdown. Complete. On the TD to Ben Marshall, touchdown Blaze. Well, he had a couple options. He ran out, rolled out to the right. He could have, may have, could have gone in and scored, but he waited and waited and waited, and then finally Marshall broke free and just lobbed it over the defender's head for the touchdown. Blaze on the scoreboard with a Toots touchdown. Toots, good food and fun. Four Rutherford County locations. Satterfield, 5 of 5 on extra points this year and gets this one through the uprights. Your new score with 2.19 to play in the first half. Riverdale 14, Blackman 7. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports back in one minute. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, Call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan France Concrete. Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. 
Van France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. I'm State Form Agent Emerson Williams, former running back at Oakland High School, and you're listening to Prep Football. Got a second quarter score for you. Warren County leads Siegel 13-7. That's in the second quarter. The newest score we've got on your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard online at WGNSSports.com. Kick going to be taken by Mackie Bonds for the Warriors. Bonds 30, Bonds 35, Bonds 40, and ridden out of bounds. After a great return and a short kick, we'll see where they spot it. A lot of players all piled up there on the far sideline, right in front of the uh, Riverdale sideline. About a 20-yard return there by Mackie Bonds. State Farm Prep Sports on News Radio WGNS is brought to you in part tonight by good neighbor State Farm agents Jenny Allman, Celeste Middleton, Bud Morris, Emerson Williams, David Wilson, Dana Womack, and Andy Womack. Looks like a penalty on this. It's going to be a hold against the Warriors. We see that happen so many times. So that's going to put the ball back at the 15-yard line instead of having the ball at around the 45, 46-yard line. That's the second penalty on Riverdale. Blackman has no penalty so far in the first half. Brian Barrett and John Dinkins here with you. Broadcasting from the Balfour Broadcast Center. Balfour, Tennessee, you can't rewind time, but you can preserve it. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, you name it, they can take care of it and make that um, high school experience something special and something to remember. On Memorial, near Haynes Hardware in Murfreesboro, BalfourTN.com online. Here's Kennard. Runs left side, now turns it upfield to the 20, to the 25. And going to be taken down there. Well, that was a slow developing play, but uh, Kennard, some fancy footwork to get yeah, the first nice, down. A nice run, just followed his blockers. And Riverdale, does such, their backs do such a good job at that. Another first down for Riverdale. First bank, first down for the Warriors. Holcomb with Kennard on his right hip. Gives to Brandon. Now turns it up here at the 25 to the 26, 27, 28-yard line. Blackman trying to strip the ball, but he was down. Brings up second down now. Clock at a minute 38. John, you have to feel like for Riverdale to score here before the half, they're going to need some type of big play in this series. Yeah, I think they'll have to go give it one shot anyway. Minute 25 with a second and five at their own 30. 70 yards to go here. Holcomb sets him down. Zips one to the left side and out of bounds is C.J. Johnson at the 39-yard line, well past the first down marker. Will stop the clock at a minute 12. Good play. Went to the sidelines, stopped the clock. They have all their timeouts left, so really they do have a lot of time even though it's just a minute 12 on the clock. Well, especially if you work that sideline, you know. Holcomb eight for eight passing. Great first half for him. One receiver to the far side. Little bunch set here on the right. 
for Jamison. And Riverdale's got to burn a timeout. We'll take one as well. One minute for us. It's 14-7, Warriors on top. Technology with a personal touch. Mills Family Pharmacy can package your meds, whether you have one or over a dozen, by day or by dose. No other family pharmacy offers this custom medication packaging service for free. They can even deliver the meds to your home as well. And if you go to MillsFamilyPharmacy.com, you can get a smartphone app to manage refills. Modern tech, local touch. Mills Family Pharmacy on Highway 231. Mills Family Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Rutherford County Prep Sports. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee is dedicated to this community. Hi, this is Katie Bennett, and we understand the challenges of managing your finances in today's economy. We can help you find the right answers to your questions. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, your community bank. Visit us at 1708 Gateway Boulevard and 3427 Memorial Boulevard here in Murfreesboro, and always online at fnbmt.com. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, equal housing lender, member FDIC. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. Our game tonight brought to you by Roscoe Brown Heating and Air. Sold by MK, powered by EXP Realty. First Bank and the law offices of John Day. Just a minute 12 left here in the first half. Riverdale at their own 39-yard line, leading 14-7. Hewitt. The give to Kennard. Now reverses field. Kennard, 45. Gets it to near the midfield stripe. Going to be taken down around the 49-yard line. And that's going to go for about 10. No, 9. Second down. No penalty on the play. That was amazing. Because when, when he reversed field, you feel like somebody's going to have a block, illegal block. Hewitt still in as the signal caller. Fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, and now is going to get to the midfield stripe before being taken down by Chris Harden of the Blaze. But enough for the first down. Yeah, just got enough. Kind of spun, got caught in the middle, and made a little spin move and got the first down. That play didn't look good. It was not a pretty play, but it worked. 30 seconds, and Hewitt still in at quarterback. Two wide right, one to the left. Fakes, now stops, dumps the pass off incomplete. And the Blaze brought some pressure with Kendall Story. And, of course, uh, Kendall, one of the leading defenders for the Blackman Blaze as well with 23 tackles and a sack on the season. Almost got him one there. But Hewitt's a big kid to bring down. 19.1 seconds left. Second and 10, ball right at the midfield stripe. Closer to the left hash. Two wide right, one to the left. Hewitt fakes the handoff. Under pressure, and he is brought down this time. And that is, let's see, DeAndre Brown. And that's going to run out the time here in the first half. So your score at halftime, Warriors 14, Blaze 7, 14-7 at halftime here. Other scores we have for you, um, Oakland 28, Rockvale nothing. That's a second quarter score. Warren County leads Siegel 13-7 in the second quarter. Smyrna over Antioch, last time we had a score was 20 to nothing. Smyrna. 
Stewart's Creek leading station camp 14 to nothing. And uh, Eagleville and Moore County were scoreless at last check. We'll get more scores for you as we continue here tonight on State Farm Prep Sports. But right now, a timeout. When we come back, we will have your Ideas Tees halftime show. It's coming up next here on News Radio WGNS. Local business owners, you know how important it is to be here for your customers? I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and I run a small business in Rutherford County, too. And I'm here to help you protect your small business. Call me at 615-459-2683. Life insurance is a discussion that makes most people want to change the subject rather than admit they don't have enough. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson. I can help you focus on how benefits of life insurance actually live on by helping pay off the house or sending the kids to college. Give me a call today at 893-9898. Stop by First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna and save 10% on labor costs for just walking through the front door. It's that easy. And if you're a teacher or student in Rutherford County or MTSU, a first responder or a veteran, tack on an additional 5% savings on labor costs for your next job. That's First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna, your hometown auto repair dealer offering up to 10% off labor costs for anybody who can walk through that front door and up to 15% off labor costs for teachers, students, veterans, and first responders. Do you have a party or gathering to plan? Let Chick-fil-A Catering take the worry out of your next event. They cater any size get-together. Bring everyone's favorites like chicken minis, chicken nuggets, and strips to grilled chicken subs, wraps, and their famous chicken sandwiches. Call Fennard at Chick-fil-A Catering, 615-801-0297. That's 615-801-0297. Delivery in some cases, Chick-fil-A with two Murfreesboro locations on Old Ford Parkway and Memorial Boulevard. For 80 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Throughout the years, our number one goal has been to accurately assess your HVAC and plumbing systems. With four locations in Middle Tennessee, we provide 24-7 assistance by calling 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. RoscoeBrown.com. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. Turn to Turner Security. Hey, it's Brian Barrett. Here at the radio station, we needed a security solution to keep the staff safe while also giving us some flexibility with guests entering the building. I've tried to find a solution for years, met countless representatives, and they all said it can't be done. That is, until I turned to Turner Security. Not only is it done, it's done right. For your home or business, take it from me. Turner Security is the only place I'd turn. Turn to Turner Security. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, now offering telehealth visits with your healthcare provider. MMC's top priority is the health and safety of our patients, staff, and community. MMC's telehealth visits are private, confidential, convenient, covered by insurance, and all done from the safety of your home. Please visit mmclinic.com forward slash telehealth to learn more or call us at 615-893-4480. MMC's telehealth, your health is our mission. Next, it's the Ideas Tees Halftime Show with an in-depth review of the first half, stats, and much more. Now, here's John Dinkins. All right, welcome back. 14-7, Riverdale leading Blackman here at halftime from Blackman High School. And we're going to update that Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard for you in just a few minutes. But right now, it's time for the Ideas Tees Halftime Show. Ideas Tees is the place in Rutherford County for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, specialty items, and more. 
Plus, you can buy all of your officially licensed MTSU Blue Raider merchandise from Raider Tees. For Blue Raider Tees, polos, hats, and more, visit their showroom at 910 Risley Road. Just turn off Broad Street between Chewy's and Chili's. Ideas Tees can put your logo on just about anything. Stop in and see how they can help you promote your favorite team, workplace, or organization. Find out more online at IdeasTees.com. That's IdeasTees, proud to be the official TSSAA merchandise source. Time for the Craig's Tax Service first half recap. Riverdale got on the board first uh, in the first quarter with 8.30 to go in the first on a 15-yard pass from Holcomb. Tied in Mitchell. Lines up here on the near side. Blocking for Holcomb, who passes toward the end zone. A catch by C.J. Johnson leaping into the air. Yes, sir. Touchdown, Warriors. Well, I hate to be redundant, but another perfectly thrown ball. Had two receivers open, and uh, Johnson came down with it on a nice uh, over-the-shoulder catch. Touchdown, Riverdale. The extra point was good. Riverdale at 7-0. We go to 7-0-9 in the second quarter of play. On After a 45-yard strike from Holcomb to C.J. Johnson again, this one-yard run by Hewitt put Riverdale up by two. First and goal at the one, and it's a direct snap. It's Cade Hewitt who runs it in for the touchdown. Warriors. Well, one yard, one carry, touchdown. Cade Hewitt, just a great drive by Riverdale. Just you saw a little bit of everything, but... Mainly, you got to give credit to, to Jamison Holcomb on that because he was lights out. The extra point was good. Riverdale led 14 to nothing. Blackman did come back in the uh, second quarter with 2.19 to go in the first half on this pass from Bean to Marshall. Here is Drew Bean calling his own number on third and five. Makes the late pitch into the end zone. Touchdown. Complete. On the TD to Ben Marshall. Touchdown, Blaze. Well, he had a couple options. He ran out, rolled out to the right. He could have, may have, could have gone in and scored, but he waited and waited and waited, and then finally Marshall broke free and just loved it over the defender's head for the touchdown. And that's your first half recap with Riverdale leading 14-7. Brought to you by Craig's Tax Service. Tax laws can be very confusing. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. Craig's Tax Service specializes in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping services. Call today at 615-890-2233. That's Craig's Tax Service, 142 Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial Boulevard. Mike Brandon and Brett Craig, along with Bruce Hall, salute all Rutherford County teams this season and look forward to a great second half in tonight's game. Fans Heating and Air, Loveless Fine Photography, and Winner's Trophies bring you your stats here in the first half. For Blackman, Hudson Jackson, five carries, 31 yards. Jalen Pleasant, seven carries, 32 yards, for a total of 63 in the first half. Beam was four of seven for 62 yards and a touchdown. They rushed for 63 in the first, 62 in the, uh, uh, in the passing department for a total of 125 yards. For Riverdale, Holcomb had one carry for nine yards. Marcus Lloyd, six carries, 15 yards. Brandon Kennard, six carries, 32 yards. Hewitt, three carries, 12 yards. Blackman did a good job of stopping the run, but they could not stop Jamison Holcomb in the first half. He was eight of eight for 131 yards and a touchdown for Jamison. They had 68 yards rushing, 131 passing for a total of 199 yards. 
There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to, uh, first downs for Riverdale, eight for Blackman. It's a really pretty even game. Uh, Blackman was held uh, trying to kick a field goal that was no good, and uh, or they may have had some more points on the board here in the first half. Those are your stats brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Loveless Fine Photography, and Winners Trophies. Time now to update you here on our Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home Scoreboard. At halftime here, Riverdale leads Blackman 14-7. In the second quarter, Oakland has their way with Rockville. They lead 42-0. Siegel trails Warren County 13-7. That's in the second quarter. Stars hanging tough. Smyrna all over Antioch tonight, 26-0 in the second quarter. Tours Creekley Station Camp, 14-0. It's Moore County over Eagleville, 14-0 at half. And uh, Cornersville leads MTCS, odd score, a safety to nothing. 2 nothing. Cornersville over Middle Tennessee Christian School. I think their game started at 7.30. All right, when we come back here on the Ideas Tees Halftime Show, Clark Blair, Rod Edwards will be joining me for a little chit-chat, and uh, we'll have more here coming up here on State Farm Prep Football. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. Hi, this is Riley down at Music World and Drummer's Den, inviting you to come and shop with us. We're at South Church, right across from Indian Hills. Well, we service professionals to brand new players. It's our lessons are $25 for a 30-minute lesson. We go from beginner to all the way up professional. Come on over to the Music World and Drummer's Den. We're at 2762 South Church, right across from Indian Hills. Hi, this is Riley down at Music World and Drummer's Den, inviting you to come and shop with us. Building a new home is exciting, but it can also be pretty stressful. At Wilson Bank and Trust, we can help eliminate some of the hassle on the financing side. Save time and money with one application, one approval, and one closing on a loan that automatically converts to permanent financing. You can even make your payments at any of our 28 offices. Ask your Wilson Bank lender about our one-and-done construction loan and start focusing on all those other decisions for your new home. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You'll never know how much better you can hear until you've tried new technology for the first time. Hearing Aid and Audiology Services with Dr. Sean Lancaster. Being a smaller practice allows me to keep my costs down so that we can pass the savings on to you. It also gives us the flexibility to tailor a treatment plan for you and allows you to try different levels of technology. Hearing and understanding is vital. People you know depend on Dr. Sean Lancaster. So should you. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. It's true. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree. 
and I'd like to help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin. Together, we can give your long-term retirement strategy the attention that it deserves. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. The Primetime Sports Countdown to Kickoff. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day, we've helped hundreds of people get the legal help they've needed when they've needed it the most. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com or call us for a free consultation. Remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. Welcome back here to the IDST's Halftime Show. John Ding is back with you along with Rod Edwards and Clark Blair joining me. And Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance highlights local athletes all season long. And this week, Rod has our TOA highlight. Well, we have one that's been uh, having outstanding uh, season so far, uh, week after week. He's one of those with top stats. And it's going to go to Marcus Collins, quarterback for the Eagle Bowl Eagles, uh, last week in their win uh, over community. He had, it was 8 for 11 passing for 121 yards and three TDs. Had 136 yards rushing and two TDs, plus the one that really took him over the edge, he also had an interception on defense. So talk about an all-purpose back, defensively, offensively. Give credit to Marcus Collins. Well, he's really uh, carried them the last couple of games, Clark, in terms of uh, offensive numbers, and uh, quite impressive from that young man. Well, he is really, you know, matured this year as a player. Like I said, he's doing a little bit of everything. And I'll just plug it in that uh, I think it's all based on that great upbringing at McFadden School of Excellence. <laughs> well, you had to get your plug in there, didn't you, Clark, on the McFadden School of Excellence. Good job. That's, that's quite rewarding, and I, I agree with you there. Uh, congratulations to Marcus Collins from Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. Do you have a sports-related injury? Schedule an appointment with Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance today. Live your best life with TOA. For more information, you can visit toa.com. Well, here we're going to talk about another player here at halftime that is uh, not a football player. It's a basketball star, and uh, that's going to be Miss Crystal Dangerfield. And, Rod, uh, you can make that announcement uh, because we heard about this just a few days ago. Yes, came out this week. Exciting to hear about. Uh, Crystal was named the WNBA Rookie of the Year. Uh, so this, that's an outstanding award. Just finished four years of playing at Connecticut, where, as you know, is one of the big uh, powerhouses of girls' basketball. But she also was a part of a outstanding Blackman High School teams. Uh, they won two state championships for uh, sophomore and junior years. And uh, she was part of that. And I think maybe it was the junior year. They were the number one team in the, in the nation also, just by voting purposes. And so an outstanding career here. She also uh, got a championship in Black Middle School her, her uh, seventh grade year. I was fortunate to get to coach her in volleyball her sixth and seventh grade year. Then the sad news when she came to me, I'm going to, Focus only on uh, basketball now, Coach. Uh, but she was outstanding athlete. First day she was in as a sixth grader. One of my seniors were there. She started uh, doing a jump serve. If you know how a jump serve is very difficult. And the first day this 
girl has played with hardly any volleyball. That was the type of athlete she was. And the player told me, she Coach, that's not fair. I said, I've been working on this. Jump serve forever. And she already could do it better than me in the first day out in tryouts. Well, but, uh, again, let's honor her. What what a career. Probably for Blackman, there was only, only the one with a little bit uh, – uh, more fame is David Price in baseball. Well, Rod, I, I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but I think maybe, maybe her concentrating on basketball may have been a good idea. I don't know. but uh, oh, I, I agree with She her. made the right choice. Clark, uh, Crystal Dangerfield, Alexa Middleton, I'd like to add her. Had the two best jump shots I think I've ever seen out of high school Weird. girls. It'll be basketball season before you know it. We've had some quality basketball. You know, to Crystal's credit, you know, she was the first player to ever win this award when she was selected in the second round. That's true, and uh, quite an accomplishment. And, of course, Connecticut plays a, a real team game, and I think I think it caught NBA by surprise that she was so good. But we knew that. Rod knew it when she was in the sixth grade, and, uh, boy, hats off to Crystal Dangerfield. And we've got a lot of players in the Mid-South and girls uh, you're liable to see some Hayes girls come up here before long and, and have those kind of years as well. But uh, that's a credit to all the all the coaches and, and the, the players in our county, Clark. It is. It is. I mean, we've got a, a great football region. We're seeing a great game tonight. You know, you've got baseball, as Rod mentioned. We've got basketball. It is just it's great, great to be in Rutherford County. Thanks, guys. We'll see you after the game. That's your IDST's halftime show. And coming up, the second half of action between Riverdale and Blackman here on News Radio WGNS. For 80 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Throughout the years, our number one goal has been to accurately assess your HVAC and plumbing systems. With four locations in Middle Tennessee, we provide 24-7 assistance by calling 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. RoscoeBrown.com This is a paid legal advertisement. Every one of us has traveled on a highway next to a tractor trailer. We understand the huge difference in size and weight of these trucks. These trucks can carry up to 80,000 pounds fully loaded, compared with the average car that weighs only 4,000 pounds. If you're involved in an accident with a tractor-trailer, you need a lawyer who knows the laws and regulations that are involved with these large trucks. You need the law offices of John Day, 615-867-9900. From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. You just say Rick's, and it means barbecue. That's Mike Lanning at Rick's Barbecue. Just one chance to eat it. I think you'll come back consistently all the time. And you've got to try that loaded baked potato. We get a lot of compliments on our potatoes. They're loaded down with butter and sour cream and cheese, bacon bits, and loaded with whatever choice of meat you want, beef, ham, pork, or chicken. Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive just off South Church Street. Hello, this is Anthony Kerr, owner of I-9 Sports Murfreesboro. I-9 Sports specializes in youth sports. I-9 Sports offers flag football, soccer, t-ball, basketball, and volleyball. Families that choose to play with I-9 Sports will have fun, receive age-appropriate skill development, and enjoy the convenience that comes with being an I-9 Sports customer. Visit I-9Sports.com to register. Visit I-9Sports.com to learn more about our values. I-9 Sports, the way youth sports should be. 
Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, Vans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Vans will be there with trained technicians. Vans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Football. Thank you for listening to the Ideas Tees Halftime Show. We're going to update our scoreboard here, our Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. Riverdale leading here 14-7. Oakland at half leads Rockville 42 to nothing. Warren County at half leads the Seagull Stars 13-7. Smyrna all over Antioch 40 to nothing. That's in the second quarter. Uh, Stewart's Creek over Station Camp 14 to nothing. Moore County leading Eagleville at half 14 to nothing. And Cornersville at the end around the first quarter play or toward the end lead Middle Tennessee Christian School by a score of two to nothing in quite a defensive battle there. Next week, we're going to be Blackman at Oakland. That's where we'll be. Uh, Eagleville versus Lewis County. Uh, it'll be Laverne at John Overton, MTCS at Kings Academy. Rockville plays Coffee County. Siegel at Riverdale. Smyrna at Cane Ridge. And Stewart's Creek will play McGavick, hopefully. So we're not sure about that, but hopefully they will. And uh, we will... Uh, Give you all the scores and updates while we're at Blackman and Oakland next week. want to remind you that if you've missed part of tonight's action or one of your favorite coaches, don't forget we're podcasting each game and coaches show for high school and MTSU sports this season. Just log on to WGNSSports.com to listen on demand. It's sponsored by Sir Pizza, who will also bring you the post-game replays. And join us tomorrow beginning at 8 o'clock for the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. The order of coaches will be Riverdale at 8, Smyrna at 8.15, Blackman at 8.30. We'll be talking to Laverne at 8.45, Oakland at 9 o'clock, Stewart's Creek at 9.15, Rockville at 9.30. Siegel will be with us at 9.45, and we'll close out with Eagleville at 10 a.m. Then join us for MTCS presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance at 10.15 a.m. We have the schedule of times on our website. You can always go to that, WGNSSports.com. And if you've missed your favorite coaches segment, you can listen back on demand at WGNSSports.com and wherever you listen to podcast audio. We've got just a minute or two before we get ready for uh, the second half of action. And our game tonight is brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, taking pride in getting our athletes back in the game. That's TOA, your sports medicine provider. TOA, live your best life. For more information, visit toa.com. John, um, got one updated score here for you, and that's uh, Cornersville now leads MTCS by a score of 10 to nothing. And uh, that's with about five and a half minutes or so left to go in uh, the first half of play. And also, Smyrna has scored again, leading Antioch 47 to nothing. That's just a couple of minutes left to go in the uh, contest here. So with that being said, um, 
You've got also, John, a lot of sports going on here in the in the fall. You've got golf state going on, um, volleyball getting close to district tournament time, and we even talked a little basketball tonight with Scott Lawless, didn't we? Yeah, and Rod Edwards talked basketball tonight too. Yeah. So it's just around the corner. Yeah, it's it's coming up here pretty quick on us, it looks like. But I've uh, got a good one here tonight with Blackman and the uh, Riverdale Warriors. And we're about ready to get this second half kicked off here and underway. See how this uh, is going to be. Blackman with the football. And, John, boy, this is a big opening series here, don't you think, uh, for the Blackman Blaze to try to even this thing up here and see what can happen? Yeah, and uh, we just think that Holcomb may be somewhat injured. I saw him on the sidelines over there. He didn't play that last two minutes or just a, a minute and a half of it. And we'll be interested to see who starts at quarterback if he's not able to go. It'll be a much different ball game, I think. Uh, no, no disregard for Cade Hewitt, but he hasn't seen a lot of snaps uh, right up to that first half. So it's going to be interesting to see what Blackman does, and I think it's going to be important on this very first drive see what Blackman does. Well, it's going to be um, Riverdale kicking off here with Alberto Zarati kicking off to the Blackman Blaze. We're about ready to get this second half underway here. Don't forget, you can check WGNSSports.com. We've got uh, a red scoreboard button where you can check out all of the uh, latest scores that uh, we also mention on the air here for you as well. You mean there's a red button I could have pushed? Well, you have a direct link. Oh, oh. Yeah. Red button is for everybody else. You have a special link. Special button. Yes. Zarati with the kick. It's going to dribble at the 20 and then roll out of bounds at the 19-yard line. So that's where the Blaze will start this second half. Whiteman will be going right to left as we see it on a very comfortable night. It's been a very cloudy week this week and not a whole lot of rain, just kind of a misty rain, but none of that today. And that's been nice. Of course, the turf here at Bart Smith Field can take a lot of that. Ball did go out of bounds, and let me correct that. The ball will be placed at the 35-yard line, not the 19. It wasn't touched before it went out of bounds. So first and 10 at the 35 on the right hash. And quarterback Drew Beam rolls him out. Three wide here to the near side with the ball on the right hash. That's the wide side of the field. Pleasant. A run to the 40-yard line right up the gut. Picks up five. That was actually 21. Jackson, uh, Hudson Jackson, not 20. Second Nelson down. with a big stop there. They had a good little hole open for uh, Hudson Jackson. Javon Nelson with 28 tackles and two sacks coming into this game. One of the defensive leaders for the Warriors. Played 30 seconds here, 14-0. Riverdale on top. Beam looks left, passes this way, and zips it into the hands of Justin Brown. 
breaks a tackle, gets away from Alex Mitchell across midfield to the 45, and now down at the 43-yard line. Nice moves there. And when you can get by Alex Mitchell, you have done something, that's for sure. And that's going to be a 16-yard pass and catch for the first bank first down, Blaze. That was a pretty difficult catch because the th throw was a little bit behind him, and he made a really nice re reception. 14-3 and 7. Brown, Larkin, Cooper. Receivers to the right. Here is Pleasant. Pleasant, right side, now turns it upfield. 40 to the 38-yard line. And uh, five-yard pickup before Ben Ferguson laid down the hammer. Brings up a sack of down, but right now, Blackman moving the football. They've really done a good job of moving the football tonight. Uh, and they've done a good job running the football against the Warriors. They their one miscue was on that uh, fourth down situation. Then they or third down they went for the kick and missed the field goal. Second down here for Beam. Throws it left side. Finds Cooper. Cooper at the thirty, and Cooper going to be wrestled down by Mitchell at the twenty-eight yard line. But another first bank first down. That one goes nine. And, of course, Cooper, one of the uh, favorite targets, actually has more catches from Drew Beam, and you can see why. They certainly have a connection. Another big catch there for him. Pleasant on the right hip of Drew Beam. Pleasant. Finds a crease, 25 to the 20, and in the Steve Martin construction red zone. On the first drive of the second half, the Blackman Blaze looking to try to tie this one up here. They're 20 yards away. Boy, they're easily going down the field right now. Three first downs already, and just making it look easy right now against the Warriors. Second down and two. Good mix of run and pass uh, for Blackman. So Micah Dowdy joins Cooper and Lark as receivers. And Pleasant on the left hip of Beam, who looks right. Now steps up in the pocket. Now he's going to tuck it and run, or no, he is going to be brought down. And Javon Nelson laid the hammer. And he fumbled the ball, but it went out of bounds. Riverdale couldn't recover it. It was just rolling free. Now a penalty marker is on the turf, and that came late. So that makes me think something was said or done after the play. White Hat comes over to talk. Intentional grounding. Wow, that's odd. That was an odd. That was an odd. I didn't really see it, but I guess maybe at, when the ball was fumbled, John, maybe his arm was going forward. Would have to be the play, or would have to be what happened there. Well, lost it down too. That's what hurts. Third and ten now for Blackman. Ball back at the 29-yard line, and it's third and well, ten and a half. Let's call it. Wide side of the field is the left. They're moving right to left. Trips here to the near side and another receiver on the far side and whistles a timeout. 
Blackman Blaze. We'll take a minute as well and be right back. You're listening to State Farm Prep Football. Riverdale leads by a touchdown. Jay Mullins, Jewelry and Gifts on West Murfield Boulevard. Here with Brian Watson, and you've got this reactor watch. Nothing else is built like it. It's made to be able to do what you want to do in it. That's actually guaranteed waterproof down to 100 meters. And a great warranty with the reactor watch. Two years, buckle to buckle. If you drop it in the middle of the street and run it over with your car, we'll send it in for you, and they're going to take care of it. Guaranteed 48-hour turnaround from the time we send it off till we get it back. Jay Mullins Jewelry, 352 West Northville Boulevard, between Memorial and Sulphur Springs. When home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. Give me a call at 615-896-2013 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. So what if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. Auto, renters, frankly any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-890-0850. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Football. The Blaze have it third and ten and a half from the 29 of Riverdale. Here's Beam back to pass. They bring some pressure, and that pressure paid off. The pass is incomplete. Six, Marcus Lloyd, and 31, Elijah Herring. With the quarterback hurry, it's fourth down. Yeah, Beam didn't really have a chance. All he could do was drop back and just throw it, and uh, alertly threw it in the vicinity, but nowhere around a warrior. Well, John, now here is a big decision for Blackman. Well, I think they're going to have to go for it. Well, this would be a terribly long field goal here. Be at least You're 50 at, yards or close. Yeah, in the high 40s. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Riverdale blitz again. Trips on the short side of the field. That's the right. Todd Lark oh, here to the near side. Call another timeout. Yep, didn't have the right play ready to go here. So Blackman has to burn another timeout. We will as well and be right back. One minute for us, please, and we'll return. Shop for your favorites at Dillard's, J.C. Penney, Brew 21, and Hot Topic. And grab a bite at Buffalo Wild Wings, Sam's Sports Grill, Olive Garden, Miller's Ale House. With more than 60 retailers, you're sure to find something that you love at Stones River Town Center. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for style tips, upcoming events, and sales information. Stones River Town Center, shopping centered on you. Online at shopstonesriver.com. And the Blue Raiders win again. I need to get some MT gear. Let's go to the mall. Mall store? Really? thought you wanted gear. Any Blue Raider stores in the mall? Well, no. You'll only find a limited selection mixed in with dozens of other schools and teams. My choice is Raider Tees, who specializes in Blue Raider gear with hundreds of items to choose from. They're located just off Broad Street behind Chewy's on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. Here's Drew Beam on fourth and ten, unloads it. Lark in the end zone, incomplete. Boy, had uh, Lark there, John, but maybe a bit overthrown, but Lark was decently covered. Yeah, a little bit of pressure there by Riverdale. Not a lot, but a little, and I think Drew just rushed that just a little. Riverdale just dodges a bullet there. Well, on 
One offensive series. Blackman misses a field goal here on fourth and 10. The drive ends with an incomplete pass on fourth and long. And I tell you what, that intentional grounding penalty really hurt on this drive. Kind of stalled it out here in the red zone. Kate Hewitt is still in at quarterback here for the Riverdale Warriors. I saw no bandage or anything on, on Holcomb, so it may just be really sore. But think that he hit uh, Jake Bolden of the Murfreesboro Post reported that kind of hit a helmet. Hewitt, Hewitt takes it left side. He's at the 35. He's at the 40, at the 45, and ridden out of bounds. Just ran out of real estate there, running down the sidelines. Big first down run. We'll see where they spot it. I think it's going to be at about the 47-yard line, and it is. Boy, Hewitt's a big kid, too. Well, a different kind of quarterback. He's, a, he's more of a running quarterback, so you can do a lot of different things with him. Uh, I, I don't know what kind of passer he is. We haven't seen him, but uh, he can certainly run the football. Two wide left, one to the right. Now Kennard comes out here as a receiver, so the backfield is empty for Hewitt. Now sends Kennard in motion from right to left. Fakes, and here's Hewitt with the keep, 50. Hewitt in Blackman territory, rumbles to the 46-yard line. Well, that was a nice fake as they rushed Kennard out to the right side of the line. Then he went in motion from right to left, John, and faked to him. Yeah, it was a real good fake because I do think it faked Blackman off a little bit because it faked me off, certainly. And uh, Hewitt kept it and got another eight yards and seven or eight yards. And that's, you know, you can be effective with that. Uh, you know, I do think they're going to have to pass a little just to keep them honest in this drive. Stewart's Creek leads 31-0 over Station Camp at halftime. It's 49-7 Oakland over Rockvale now in the third quarter. More scores coming up. Here's Kennard. Kennard 45, Kennard 40. And going to be upended after picking up the first down there. He gets to the 39-yard line and a first bank. First down for the Warriors. Not just banking. First bank. Banking on a first-name basis. That may have been the best run in the interior line of Blackman that we've seen tonight by Riverdale. First and 10. Two wide right. Hewitt. The give to Kennard. Kennard going to be taken down by the Blaze. Elijah Smith, after getting a couple of yards. Elijah, 24 tackles and two sacks coming into the game. Well, what they're doing, they're kind of using Kennard as either as a decoy for Hewitt or Hewitt is a decoy for Kennard. And, and what's the thing that you have to worry about is Hewitt does run very well. So they've got two problems to look at in the backfield. McKinney to the right side, two twin receivers to the far side, ball between the hashes. Kennard bounces it outside, 35 down the sideline, 30, and out of bounds, flags everywhere. That's going to be a block in the back, I'm afraid, for Riverdale. Yep. Penalty marker, two of them as a matter of fact. White hat talking here on the sidelines. He went to that sideline, so I'm not sure that Blackman may not may have done something there at the end of that play as well. Well, there are two markers, so it could be two penalties. Go, 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 
horse collar on both sides. Well, if that's the case, it'll probably be a break for Riverdale because it's going to kind of nullify each other. So where do they put the football down is the question. And they don't have the football. There it is. It was on the sideline. So both of those personal fouls offset. So really nothing. It just Pretty much. That is a huge break for Riverdale. Ball is put back at the 38-yard line, second and nine. Although he did have a first down. Yes. But it's better to have that than a 15-yard penalty. Hewitt to Lloyd. Lloyd right up the middle, 35. Lloyd turns and spins amidst uh, the whole pile there and then gets down to the 31. That's a seven-yard gain. And, well, John, he got uh, at least three yards after that spin move. <laughs> that, that was an amazing run. There, there, he, he got through the, the line of scrimmage and got hit, then got hit again, then got hit a third time. He spun to get that extra yardage. Lloyd is on the left hip of Cade Hewitt now, and now the cadence caused Blackman to jump. So they're going to get a first down here with the five-yard penalty because it was third and two. Well, they picked up two quick penalties here. So a first down gives Riverdale New set of downs to work with. Places the ball down at the 26-yard line, first and 10. Cade Hewitt leading the Warriors here at quarterback. Fakes the handoff but keeps himself. Gets across the 25 to the 24, and now another penalty marker. After what was a fairly clean first half, we've seen a lot of markers here in the second. I think that's the case players get a little fatigued and lose a little focus, a little concentration. I think this one's going against the Warriors. Yeah, I think it was. Well, I didn't see what the, uh, didn't see what it was. Holding. So it'll bring it back five yards. I think it's uh, as where, where the foul occurred while he was running, so. And they'll place the ball. Don't forget to check uh, WGNSSports.com for all the latest scores there. Just perusing while we have a moment to see if we've got any updates to pass along. Um, Coffee County was leading Cookville 13-7 at halftime. Another, it's a region score. Oh, the ball fumbled by Hewitt. Fake the handoff to Marcus Lloyd. He does get back on it at the 40-yard line, a four-yard loss. But a bad exchange, and the ball just kind of popped loose when he tried to fake that handoff. Very fortunate that uh, they got back on it. Hewitt very alert after he dropped it, and it took a nice hop back to him a little bit, so he just fell on it. So it's second down, and 
triune to go here. Two wide left, one to the right. Hewitt tries to run left side, nothing there. Blackman snuffed this one out from the get-go. And off the uh, bottom of that pile is Cameron Pleasant, big number 99, his 20th tackle of the season. Well, he can only run. It's really difficult when you know that he's going to run the football. And Riverdale's going to have to show some kind of pass, I would think, in this series. But now you got a third and 28. But don't try to get it all back in one one motion. Just try to get half of it. Third and 28 at the Blackman 43-yard line. Riverdale leading 14-7. Hewitt does zip it here to the right side. And down the sideline is DeAndre Donaldson. Short gain to the 36, no, 34-yard line. So now on fourth and 18 at the 34, I think Riverdale's probably going to go for it here. I know it seems like an odd thing to do at this point, but here's Hewitt. Got receivers downfield. It's caught. It is caught. And it's Alex Mitchell all the way in. Touchdown. 34-yard strike, Cade Hewitt, Alex Mitchell on fourth down. Well, I don't know who called that play in the Riverdale sideline, but, man, it was beautifully thrown by Hewitt just out of the reach of Blackman. They went for the interception, and when they did that and didn't come up with it, it was all for a uh, all sailing here going into the end zone for Mitchell. What a play. Touchdown, Warriors. Hewitt to hold now. For Zarate. The kick up. The kick. Good. Your score with 3.58 left in the third quarter. Riverdale 21, Blackman 7 on State Farm Prep Sports. Find and finance the right space for your business. Hi, I'm John Allen, commercial lender at the 3427 Memorial Boulevard location of First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. Let me help you purchase, finance, or build a commercial property with local decisions, competitive rates, and friendly service. Our team looks forward to working with you as we grow this dynamic community. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, equal housing lender, member FDIC. We all want to take care of as many things in one trip as possible. That's why Mills Family Pharmacy is ready to take care of you. Mills Family Pharmacy is one of the area's only full-service pharmacies, and they have a walk-in clinic, a drive-thru, and a gift shop on site as well. They can do special orders, home delivery, and even package your meds at no charge. Go see Dr. Chad Mills and Dr. Craig Buckner at Mills Family Pharmacy at the corner of Church Street and Veterans Parkway. Online at millsfamilypharmacy.com. Mills Family Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Rutherford County Prep Sports. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson, and you're listening to Prep Football. Tune in next time for the Countdown to Kickoff, sponsored by the Law Office of John Day. And after the game, it's the Prentice Office Heating and Air postgame show. Here's the Riverdale kickoff, taken by the Blaze at the nine. And the play upended at about the 33-yard line and a penalty marker. 
He threw that from the stands. <laughs> Todd wow. Lark on the return. <laughs> See how far he threw that? That's going to be against Blackman. A hold against the Blaze. So they'll mark this one back. See if we have any other uh, updates to pass along. Nothing new here so far on your uh, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. Um, Oakland leading 49-7. Warren County led Siegel 13-7 at the half. Smyrna all over Antioch. 47 to nothing. Uh, Stewart's Creek 31 nothing at the half over Station Camp. This game is really quite a bit ahead of others at this point. Beam to Pleasant. He did not have a pleasant time at the end of that play as he got wrapped up and taken down. A lot of Warriors in there on that, but Javon Nelson leading the way. Well, if you're Riverdale, you got to be fired up. I mean, yeah. you, you, your backup quarterback just threw a touchdown pass and drove them down the field to get back up by 14. Their job now defensively is to hold Blackman, which has been pretty difficult for them to do. Second and five at their own 24, three wide right. This is a direct snap to Pleasant. Pleasant took off left, went right, and met by a wall. He, he just got back to the line of scrimmage, it looks like. Zach Thomas, big lineman in there on that tackle. He tried to bump it. He got bumped at the line of scrimmage. He tried to run to the outside, but Riverdale was there. John, just there are a few times when you reverse field that you get a lot of good things happen. It, it happens enough that players do it, yeah. but just uh, is not a high percentage or a high yielding uh, situation. Hudson Jackson on the left hip of Drew Beam. Blocking here as Beam unloads it. Incomplete, intended for Brown. And defending on the play was Tamaria Smith, the big uh, junior linebacker. Not only did he defend it, he made sure he didn't catch it. And he gave him a good hit. And it was a well-timed hit. And that brings up fourth down. And so, John, as you were saying, Riverdale a bit fired up here, especially defensively, and they hold... Blackman to three and out and then get the football back leading by two touchdowns and there's only 222 left here in the uh, third quarter. Well, as, as great as Holcomb was in the first half, eight for eight, 131 yards. Hewitt showed a lot of gutsy, a lot of moxie by taking them down the field with a lot of pressure on him. And uh, now maybe some of that pressure's off a little. Here's the Satterfield punt. Fair catch by Johnson at the 31-yard line, so that's where the Warriors will take over here. Good punt there. Well, now if you're a Blaze fan, John, you need your Blackman defense to come up here big with uh, a stop. We yeah. haven't had any turnovers in this game to this point either, so that could be a great equalizer. Well, another score by Riverdale would be tough for Blackman with just a quarter. If they score, they're only going to have about a quarter left to get three touchdowns, and he just – that's almost, that's really tough to do. Moore County leads Eagleville 14-0 in a defensive struggle. It's going to the fourth quarter. Moore County 14, Eagleville nothing on your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. 
Hewitt is uh, two for three for 42 yards and a touchdown. He's also scored a touchdown. Hewitt back out there with two wide left, one to the right. Sends a man in motion, fakes the handoff, keeps and rumbles to the 30 for about a yard. Tried to take it at a right angle there. Mark Cooper on the tackle. Just get it, just got it across the 30. They're going to give him back a yard. Man, I they thought the did. ball was on the 30. I did too. I guess my eyes are deceiving me. Kennard is in the backfield with Hewitt on his right hip. Two wide left, one to the right. Here's Kennard. Kennard sweeps around, gets it up to the 35-yard line on the left side of that line. And it brings up third down. Boy, big, big third down for both teams. Blackman really needs to get their offense back out on the field. I think Riverdale would love to run the football and keep possession and get it down the field. I just Blackman's done a really good job tonight, though, of uh, containing the run, especially Kennard. Minute three left in the third quarter. Riverdale 21, Blackman 7. Here's Hewitt. Rolls out right side. Little dump pass. It's going to be caught by Mitchell at the 40. 45, turn spins, and then is hit out of bounds at the 47-yard line by Kendall Story, but a 12-yard pass catch. But, John, I tell you, that wasn't the prettiest, but it was effective. He lobbed it over the head, and Mitchell made a tremendous catch. I mean, he had a guy's hand in front of him, and he just reached up there and grabbed it, used his size to get the ball, and what a first! What a huge first down there for Riverdale. Boy, Alex Mitchell does a lot of things offensively and defensively for this Riverdale team. That time gave him a big first bank first down. Hewitt on the run. Hewitt tries to get a yard or two. Got close to the 50-yard line. Just got a couple that time. What he's doing, though, even though he may get two or three yards, he is another person they've got to watch. And and Riverdale's hoping, I think, that it's going to open up some holes for Kennard. We haven't seen Lloyd in a while either. And uh, I think with the lead, you may not see him much. But you, if he gets back in the game with fresh legs, that's, that's another obstacle you have to face. Well, they are doing a really good job of mixing up the run and the pass, passing just enough to keep that run game opened up a bit. One receiver right, one to the left. Hewitt fakes, now dives across the 50. We'll see where they place it at the 49 of Blackman, it looks like here. That may be the last play of the third quarter. And I believe it is. We go to the fourth quarter. Riverdale up by 14. It's 21-7. Warriors over the blaze on State Farm Prep Sports. We appreciate the 35 great years Rutherford County has given Toots Restaurant. This is Nick Hayes at Toots. Make Toots your post-game headquarters for high school football. Toots Restaurant has been family-owned and operated for 35 years. Good food and fun. Toots Restaurant is your high school football headquarters. Toots on Northwest Broad Street, Toots on South Church Street, Toots on Highway 96, or Toots on Sam Ridley and Smyrna. And we're celebrating our 35th year. This is a paid legal ad. I'm attorney John Day. 
When an unsafe floor caused injury to one of our clients, the insurance company refused to pay a fair settlement. We took her case to trial, and a jury awarded more than 20 times the pre-trial offer. Her life was changed forever. Now each case is different, and we can't promise this type of result for every case. But we can promise that when you hire the law offices of John Day, we'll work hard to help you. If you've been injured, call me at 615-867-9900. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Football. State Farm Press Sports on News Radio WGNS is brought to you in part by Toots Good Food Fun, I 9 Sports, Bud's Tire, Wilson Bank and Trust, and audiologist Dr. Sean Lancaster. Brian Barrett and John Dinkins from the Balfour Broadcast Center, Balfour, Tennessee. You can't rewind time, but you can preserve it. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more on Memorial near Haynes Hardware in Murfreesboro, online at balfourtn.com. Third down and six. Riverdale now moving right to left as we see it. Two wide here to the near side. C.J. Johnson, one of the two receivers. Play goes to Kennard. Kennard fighting for yardage there. Doesn't get it. Maybe even lost a half a yard. Fourth down here at midfield. And decision time for Coach Will Kreisky and the Warriors. John, I would think here is an opportunity to try to pin Blackman back. I think you've got a punt here. I, I just fourth and six is just too much to overcome. And Hewitt is going to snap, I believe. I, I think that's what the plan is. Well, you don't see that often, the quarterback snapping for the punter. Well, they've got the ball lined up on the right hash. And then kind of a staggered look with the entire line there on the right side, and now whistles. Did Riverdale get a timeout called before the play clock? They did. Riverdale timeout. We'll step aside as well for 30 seconds and be right back. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Renters, when you combine State Farm Auto and Renters Insurance, you will save money. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and I'd love to talk to you about combining your auto and renters insurance to help you save. Call me, 615-895-2700. Home is where the heart is. Home is also the nicest word there is. Hey, this is MK Hughes with Sold by MK, brokered by EXP. I want to make sure that I am able to let you know how your transaction is going as we go along. So it's important to me to stay in touch with you, either by text, by video call, or by regular phone call, and sometimes even just email, to make sure that all parties in your transaction are taking good care of you. Sold by MK, brokered by EXP Realty. I'm State Form Agent Emerson Williams, former running back at Oakland High School, and you're listening to Prep Football. Here is Alberto Zarate to punt. Got a nice one off. Fair catch by Mark Cooper. You know, he doesn't kick it very far, but he kicks it a line drive, and Riverdale does a really good job of covering those punts, and they they get no returns. No return there for Cooper. You're Blackman. you got to score here. you you got to go down the field and score. was just going to ask you about that because, John, we've just gotten underway here in the uh, fourth quarter. 
unless they get a quick score. But if they have to use time at all, they've got to score. They've got to take advantage of it. They can't afford to get down the field and stall out. It's a 14-point lead for Riverdale, 21-7. Just underway here in the fourth. The officials asking for a new football. And you're right, it was not the quarterback that was snapping. I thought that would have been amazing. <laughs> that was 77, right? Yeah. The um, officials are huddled up. They asked for a football, and now they ran out there, and they're huddled up between the offense and the defense. I, I, I don't know what they're talking about here unless there was a, a penalty. All sides. Yep. That's weird. I didn't think anybody was even set. Well, a five-yard penalty against the Warriors makes it first and five. Wasn't that kind of late? I, I never saw the penalty marker. I didn't know they even set down, you know, set them down, you know. Didn't see it. Ball at the 27 now. It could have been the formation they were in, but that wasn't that wasn't the formation they were in that time. High snap to Beam, pulls it down. Oh, breaking into open field is Hudson Jackson. He's at the 40, 50, 40, sideline 30, ran out of room. Boy, he just kind of exploded right through the line and a huge, I mean, gigantic hole for Hudson Jackson. And now Blackman, John said a big play. That was one. Yeah, that was about 51 yards on that run. Ball. That, that's exactly what they needed. Ball on the left hash at the 22 of Riverdale. First and 10 blaze. Two wide right. Blocking back in here on the right side. And Gaunt is going to be dropped for a loss. And guess who? Javon Nelson back there. Three-yard loss. Final this score, John. First one in tonight, 56-7. to Oakland a winner over the Rockville Rockets. This is where Blackman's had their problems in the, in the red zone. Uh, get close to the red zone, and they've kind of stalled out a couple of times. Not every time, but a couple of times they've done it and uh, wasted some scoring opportunities. Let's see if they can put it in this time. Quick pass here to the right side, incomplete. And that pass was intended for Jalen Pleasant in the backfield. And now you have a third and 11 you're facing. Of course, you got to go for it, even if it's fourth and 11. Even if you don't complete this one, they're going to be going for it. It's four down territory. Nineteen thirteen, with five minutes to go in the third quarter. Warren County leading Siegel. Siegel hanging tough in that one. Smyrna up now, fifty-nine to nothing. Here it is on third down. Quick pass to Cooper. Cooper evades a tackle and then is taken down at the 18-yard line. Well, Riverdale did a good job of keeping him in front there, John, and not 
letting him shake and bake and get by, and Ben Ferguson kind of stood his ground. Yeah, that was really great recovery. It looked like he had some open territory, and uh, they surrounded him. Now you've got a fourth and five, and they got an official timeout, which gives an opportunity to tell you, though, that they're going to have to go for it. I mean, th this is the play of the game quite possibly with 9.43 to go and down 21-7 to injury. Yeah, I thought Blackman may have taken a timeout there, but it's an injury on the field there with a, a warrior down. You're right, John, with the fourth and, and five. I mean, you don't want to say ball game too early because there's a lot of things that can happen, but this is a critical play in this game. And uh, it's Tamaria Smith who's shaken up on that play for the Warriors. Stewart's Creek leads 38-0 in the third quarter. Another score on your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. Here, 21-7, Riverdale with Blackman facing fourth and five at the Riverdale 18-yard line. Drew Beam with Jalen Pleasant on his left hip. Two wide left, empty here on the right side. Beam looking left, passes. It's going to be caught by Cooper. Cooper wrestled down inside the 10-yard line. We'll see where they spot it, but it's going to be first and goal for the Blackman Blaze. Another first bank first down here in the Steve Martin Construction Red Zone. A contractor that can meet your every need. You got the perfect lot? They can build you the perfect home. Gain of 10 on the play. Ball down to the 8, and it's first and goal, Blackman Blaze. Wide side of the field is the right. They're moving left to right. It's Hudson Jackson in there. Touchdown. Blaze, an eight-yard run by Jackson, Hudson, Andrew, Hudson, Jackson. Well, they showed a really different look that time and similar to what Riverdale was running. And Hudson hit the hole, and they couldn't get him. Touchdown, Blackman, a big one here with 9.05 to go. That touchdown makes it a one-touchdown game with a huge extra point attempt coming up after the Toots touchdown. The kick is up, and the kick, ooh, barely, just barely, but it's in there. 21-14, your new score, 9.05 to play. Riverdale by a touchdown on State Farm Prep Sports. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Stop by First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna and save 10% on labor costs for just walking through the front door. It's that easy. And if you're a teacher or student in Rutherford County or MTSU, a first responder or a veteran, tack on an additional 5% savings on labor costs for your next job. That's First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna, your hometown auto repair dealer, offering up to 10% off labor costs for anybody who can walk through that front door and up to 15% off labor costs for teachers, students, veterans, and first responders. 
I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. Good neighbor State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, located at 803 North Thompson Lane, sponsors this portion of the game near Medical Center Parkway, 895-2700. Punt here, or kickoff rather, by Evan Russell. Goes out of bounds, so Riverdale will have the football leading here 21-14 with 9.05 to go. The backyard brawl has lived up to its name here tonight. It certainly has, and uh, right now it's just a matter of who can hold the ball. Riverdale, this situation, if they can go down the field and put another score on the board, it'll be really tough for Blackman. Blackman's defense now is put to the test. If they hold them, they got a really good shot of coming back and tying this game, even perhaps winning it. Cade Hewitt back out there in a backup role tonight. Having to lead his team here the last few snaps of the first half and all second half. Cade Hewitt, Kennard in the backfield with him. Two receivers right, one to the left. Kennard, a few yards right up the middle. Give him three. Well, yards have been hard to come by for Kennard tonight. 48 yards on 11 carries. And John coming into the game, he had 530 yards in five games. So that's about 100. That's better than 100 yards a game. But not tonight against a very stingy Blackman defense. Second down and seven. Fake to Kennard, passing here to the near side, incomplete through the outstretched arms of Elijah Herring. John, a nice call there, but um, kind of led Herring too far out. Well, really good pressure by uh, Blackman there. They rushed him, uh, went to the weak side over there, and he just didn't have time to get anything on the throw at all. Big third down coming up now. Well, I tell you. Riverdale's offense has not the last couple of series. Hewitt steps up in the pocket, little dump pass. Did he make the catch? He did, and the line pushes forward Alex Mitchell. He just willed it across for the first down. I thought they might even blow the whistle they I stood did there too. so long. 12-yard pickup, first down, and nice throw there by Hewitt. Wow. Boy, I tell you what, Alex Mitchell, what guts. Well, not only that, it takes another probably two minutes off the clock, and and that's that's huge in itself, even if they don't score. 8.06 to play in the game. It's 21-14, Riverdale up. Hewitt with a new set of downs. End around, coming this side. Oh, big loss. Big, big, big loss. And that is number uh, 28, Elmore. Or make that Harold, I guess. I don't know. I've got two 28s. Never had a chance there. Nope. Second and long. That's like a 10-yard penalty. Yeah, and, and a loss of downs. Yes. Marcus Lloyd in the backfield now with Hewitt. Ball on the left hash. Now Hewitt looking to the sideline. 
Riverdale band getting loud. Blackman fans getting loud. Sure, Riverdale fans are too. And now there's movement. That may Was be there a timeout, yeah. Timeout called. Timeout, Riverdale. We'll take one as well. One minute, we'll be right back. A barn burner here in the backyard brawl. 21-14, Riverdale up. Modern convenience, local touch. Mills Family Pharmacy on South Church Street in Murfreesboro. Get a checkup at their on-site walk-in clinic. Let Dr. Chad Mills and Dr. Craig Buckner fill your prescriptions while you wait and while you browse the gift shop. Use the drive-thru or go next level. Order refills with an app. Have medications packaged by dose for free, and Mills Family Pharmacy will deliver them straight to your home. Local service with modern convenience. Mills Family Pharmacy, open six days a week at the corner of 231 and Veterans Parkway. Attention, former Murfreesboro Electric customers. You should get the last newsletter from Murfreesboro Electric. Save it. It is a great introduction to Middle Tennessee Electric. We're talking with Amy Byers. Well, who do we call if we have an outage? That's on here. How to report an outage is on the back of that sheet, and we are linked to their outage network now. And it also has how to set up your MyMTMC account. The place to go is mtmc.com. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Football. Second and 19 for Riverdale. Hewitt fakes the handoff, passes right side, incomplete. Tried to get that pass on the far side to Elijah Herring. That one goes incomplete. It's third down. Third and long, third and 19. They may come back with that play that they got the first down on. But I'd see if I could find Mitchell somewhere in the middle of the field. Ball closer to the left hash here. Riverdale moving right to left. Lloyd in the backfield. Hewitt with a word to him. Three wide right. Hewitt, little screen pass. Almost intercepted by Cooper. Tried to get it to Lloyd out of the backfield. It falls incomplete. Boy, John, I know it's an incomplete pass, but Riverdale maybe dodged a bullet there. Cooper gets his hands on that. He scores. Yeah, it was close, too. And just a fired-up defense. I like the call, really, because I know they, they, Riverdale knew the rush was going to come, uh, but it just wasn't executed very well. Going to the fourth quarter, Stewart's Creek leads station camp 45 to nothing. Taking out some frustrations after last week's loss in the last seconds to Laverne. Zarati needs a good kick. Fair catch called for by Cooper. It's dropped. He does get back on it, though. He's going to lose about six additional yards back to the 24-yard line. Well, that was almost a disaster. Well, that's got to be a terrible feeling Whoa. for a punt returner. And it was behind you. Once you dropped it, it went behind you, yes. so you don't know that you can even get to it. I'm sure Mark Cooper's heart just sank. Well, here we go. Plenty of time for Blackman. They don't even have to use a timeout. They only have one left. they got six minutes and 50. That's an that's a eternity in football. Another backyard brawl coming down to the wire. First and 10 for senior Drew Beam. Two wide right, empty on the far side. They're moving left to right. Beam, three-step drop. Quick pass here to the near side, caught by Brown. 
Brown turns, spins, and is going to be taken down at the 27-yard line after a four-yard pickup. And Mitchell on the tackle. I tell you, that again was a good recovery by Riverdale. He was open. They closed it in a hurry. Second down. Six minutes, 24 seconds to go in this one. It's a 21-14 ball game. Riverdale up. Ball on the right hash. Here's Beam. Quick pass incomplete. Almost too quick for Brown. Brown had it, and then it hit him in the chest. He couldn't corral it, and it falls to the turf. Third down. Had two receivers in the same area, too, and I think that may have been some of the confusion on that play. Well, third down and five at the Blackman 29. I keep waiting for Beam to unleash one. Larkin Cooper, a couple of choices there on the far side. He looks that way. Finds Cooper incomplete. Went very high into the air. Mackie Bonds defending on the play. Incomplete. And fourth down deep in your own territory, John. 6.07 to go. you got to give it back over to your defense and hope you get the ball back. Yeah, if you had three minutes to go, I'd say go yeah. for it. But with six minutes, you've got enough time. and Another three and out, you maybe get the ball with three to four minutes yeah. on the clock. Yeah. Zalem McKinney. But now the clock is starting to be not your friend. Well, this is the last time you've got this chance. Johnson and McKinney are deep back for this Satterfield punt, which is a honey. Johnson tries to catch it. Now he's going to have to pick it up on the bounce, and he corrals it inside the nine-yard line. you got to let that go. Yeah, you got to let it go and take your chances. Well, once he committed, once he touched the football, I mean, that one had a chance to angle out of bounds. But well, he did a terrific job of, of getting to the ball. Yes, that was the challenge. First and 10, Riverdale with a lot of territory here to make up. Another final in here tonight, 21-0 the final. Moore County defeats our Eagle Eagles this evening. First and 10. Big Hewitt to Kennard. Kennard runs right side. Kennard's going to pick up about four yards running there on the far side. That was a pretty good run considering they had it on the 14. Gave him a little bit of room to operate. Second down and six. Ball at the 14. Five and a half minutes to play. I think if you're Riverdale, you've got to give it to the offensive line and just say you've got to, you've got to create some holes. Trying to see who that is. That's Kennard in the backfield with Hewitt. Two wide left. The give is no. It's Hewitt on the keep. And Blackman snuffs this out. Nothing. And it's Kendall Story for Blackman in on the tackle. Third down. 455. Well, you just have to think, John, if... If, if you're Riverdale, you need a couple of first downs. If you're Blackman, you need to stop them here. Yeah, and 
This is a dangerous pass. If you're going to pass the ball, it's dangerous. Yes. Third down for the Warriors. And you can either concede it and try to run it. Not take the chance, but they're going to get the ball in good field position if you don't. In motion, Hewitt has a crease, 20, 30, still on his feet, 40, and out of bounds. Boy, Hewitt with a big rumble, 40 to the 43-yard line. He was like a Mack truck going 23 big ones. Well, I'll tell you, he fumbled that football momentarily, and I think the defense froze, and then he took off and was able to get the first down. That's a huge first down. Mac Yancey is in at receiver, one of the two receivers here to the near side. Also, DeAndrew Donaldson. First bank, first down for Riverdale. Kennard to the 45, to the 46-yard line. Before he's wrapped up there, picks up three yards. And remember, Blackman has only one timeout left. I was just getting ready to mention that, John. Under four minutes to play and only one timeout, so they can't really stop the clock. You really think you've got to save that if you can get the football back. And you better believe Riverdale's going to take their time after each snap. 18 seconds left on the play clock. 336 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Riverdale up 21-14. Hewitt going right side. It's Kennard, just a couple. It's another huge third down play coming up. Well, Riverdale's making it interesting on third and long this whole series. Yes. They've got about a third and six here. Ball is at their 48, and they need to get it to the 47 of Blackman. They'll get it down to about seven seconds, I would say. Under three minutes to play in this one now. Two wide left, one to the right. And this time it's Lloyd. Gets a yard and a half. And now whistles with the fourth down coming up. Blackman takes their final timeout. We will step aside as well. 2.43 to play in the game. 21-14, Riverdale up. Hello, this is Anthony Kerr, owner of I-9 Sports Murfreesboro. I-9 Sports specializes in youth sports. I-9 Sports offers flag football, soccer, t-ball, basketball, and volleyball. Families that choose to play with I-9 Sports will have fun, receive age-appropriate skill development, and enjoy the convenience that comes with being an I-9 Sports customer. Visit I-9Sports.com to register. Visit I-9Sports.com to learn more about our values. I-9 Sports, the way youth sports should be. This is a paid legal ad. I'm attorney John Day. Most injury lawyers charge the same, but the results can be wildly different. Having represented injured people for more than 30 years, I can tell you that the amount of money injured people receive from an insurance company often depends on three things. The facts of the case, the severity of the injury, and the lawyer representing them. Hiring a good lawyer doesn't cost more. It simply increases the likelihood you'll receive fair compensation. If you've been injured, call me at 615-867-9900. 
I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Football. With 6.40 to play, it's 25-20, Warren County over Siegel. Here, fourth and three for Riverdale. Hard count. Now Hewitt looks to the sideline. 2.43 to play. A first down for Riverdale would be huge. Blackman burned their last time out. It's Marcus Lloyd. Has an angle. Marcus Lloyd for the first down. Got three yards. What a rumble. Got just what they needed, John. I'll tell you the truth. That took some minutes by Will Kreisky. Now the officials are gathering. I don't know. Do you see a flag anywhere? Well, they just marked the football and said first down. It wasn't really close. That was gutsy. I mean, that was unbelievable. Well, with 2.34, clock running, John, no more timeouts. You know what they did, though? They went away from their pattern of going to the inside, and they took Lloyd on the sweep outside, and he was just just enough. No timeouts left for Blackman here now. Receiver to either side, tight end blocking here on the, or really a halfback here on the near side. And Hewitt is letting the play clock run all the way down to single digits. Give to Lloyd to the 43. Picks up three yards. Thompson on the tackle. Well, that's the man you want in this situation, just to eat clock and eat some yardage. Another first down, the game's over. Second and seven, a minute 43, clock melting away. And Riverdale looking to win their first backyard brawl in years on the home turf of Blackman. You got to protect that football if you're Riverdale. Hewitt. Inside counter, no, it's a keep by Hewitt. Gets a couple there on the far side, a minute 18. It's going to bring up a third down. He got nothing from what? No, he didn't get anything, did they? His knee must have gone down. Third and seven, but just a minute four to play. You better believe Riverdale's going to take every second off this clock they possibly can. Well, here's your deal. You got 16 seconds on the play clock. That's going to get it down to 40, and they're going to probably punt. Blackman's not going to have any time, if any. Third down. And here's Lloyd. Gets a couple with 36 seconds. It's fourth down. But, John, they don't have to run a play. Play clock's at 30. Game clock's at 26. And Riverdale is celebrating across the way. Listen to that Riverdale crowd. 16 seconds. Players coming out to midfield. Now going back to the sidelines with four, with three, with two, with one. It is over. The Warriors, winners, 21-14 over the Blackman Blaze. 21-14, the final score here. 
as Riverdale improves to 5-1. And, and in the region, an all-important region play, they are now 3-0. and Blackman falls to 1-5 and 1-2 and and in region play. Again, your final score, Riverdale 21, Blackman 14 in a barn burner here at Bart Smith Field. Stay with us. When we come back, it's your Prentice Alsop Heating and Air postgame show. We've got lots of information coming up here on News Radio WGNS. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. If people haven't scheduled their senior portrait yet, they need to go ahead and call and get that done because to be in the yearbook, they have to come through us, and we love to make beautiful portraits. They'll love the experience, and they'll love their portraits. Alan Loveless reminds you to call 615-890-1558 and get those senior sessions scheduled. Some of the nicest people in the world will answer your questions, schedule your session. Loveless Fine Photography. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck duck goose. You'd do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck duck goose. You do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. Winner's Trophies can help you with customized awards for any occasion. Owner Kelly Hockenberry continues to provide awards for sports teams, churches, recognition awards, and more. Call Winner's Trophies at 904-6002. That's 904-6002 for the best in quality, service, and pricing. You can also email Kelly, Winner's Trophy at Comcast.net. That's Winner's Trophy at Comcast.net. Any award for any occasion. Winner's Trophies, 904-6002. Find and finance the right space for your business. Hi, I'm John Dietrich, commercial lender at the 1708 Gateway Boulevard location of First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. Let me help you purchase, finance, or build a commercial property with local decisions, competitive rates, and friendly service. Our team looks forward to working with you as we grow this dynamic community. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, equal housing lender, member FDIC, NMLS number 401715. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. When you turn to Turner Security, powered by TechCore, you can leave your security issues at the door. Security, access control, cameras, and much more for your business and home. No long-term contract. We keep your business because we did a great job, not because you signed a five-year agreement. One call does it all for your security and technology needs. Online at turnersecurity.us. That's turnersecurity.us. Turn to Turner Security. 
Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. If you're a homeowner with a quarter acre or several, Las Casas Feed Supply focuses on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in the box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, inviting you to stop by, visit, and enjoy the country. Customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed is also your place for local milk from the MTSU Dairy on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. Next, it's the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air post-game show. Let the rain pro professionals at Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Awesome Heating and Air, your rain pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Now, let's rejoin the primetime sports team here on News Radio WGNS. We are back here at Bart Smith Field, the Inferno tonight. Saw a great game between these two rivals, Blackman and Riverdale, the Warriors winning by a final score of 21 to 7. Let me give you a few finals here as we jump into the uh, post game show. It was Oakland a winner over Rockvale, 56-7. Stewart's Creek, 45-7 victors tonight. And uh, Moore County defeated Eagleville by a final score of 21 to nothing. And uh, also got in this final just now as the Smyrna Bulldogs are victorious over Antioch. And the final there, 59-8. to Still games going on right now, and uh, very close games going on right now. Warren County leads Siegel 25-20, and uh, keeping a close eye on that one and uh, looking for an MTCS score to pass along as well when we get that. So we'll have more updates for you as we go along, and of course TriStar Friday Night Live is on the way as well here on News Radio WGNS. Now here on the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air postgame show, John Dinkins with me for our Loveless Fine Photography players of the game. Maybe, uh, first of all, before we do that, a thought on this game. John, uh, there, there are a lot of moving parts in this one. You know, Riverdale, I mean, don't have their starting quarterback for the second half. That... that, that obviously made things uh, different and some adjustments that had to be made and just some really big plays. Marcus Lloyd's first down run a a minute ago right at the end was just amazing. Yeah, uh, Kate Hewitt showed a lot of guts and Coach Kreisky showed a lot of guts by going for it on the 50-yard line. They don't make that first down. Blackman's in pretty good shape. Forced them to use a timeout. timeout, And then when they got that other uh, first down, it was over. I mean, it just – it, it forced Blackman, and I know that uh, Coach Hartsfield is, you know, he had to, he was forced to use a timeout. Drew had to make a do a, a timeout uh, earlier that I know they wish they had back. But uh, good management of the clock, and Cade Hewitt, he not only rushed for a touchdown tonight, he threw for a touchdown, and uh, they did just enough to win the game. Well. So the, you want the players of the game? Yeah, you want them? Okay. I, I think we probably mentioned a couple of those even in that conversation here. But um, tell me who you're thinking. Well, for Riverdale, I'm going with the quarterbacks. 
not just one, both of them. Jamison Holcomb was 8 of 8 for 131 yards and a touchdown in the first half. And Cade Hewitt, 4 of 8 for 66 yards, one touchdown throw as well. And the combination of them, uh, 197 yards passing. On a night when the Blackman Blaze did a really good job of holding the Riverdale's two uh, running backs, uh, Kennard and Lloyd. Unfortunately for Blackman, they couldn't hold Lloyd at that first down drive. Yeah, that, that was a big one. So that's a look at your players of the game for Riverdale. And uh, for the Blackman Blaze. Hudson Jackson, nine carries, 92 yards, and a touchdown. Had a big play to get Blackman back in the game. And uh, it just wasn't enough, but a uh, good game by Hudson Jackson. Well, that's a look at your players of the game from Loveless Fine Photography. Parents, if your children attend, Blackman, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek High Schools, Oakland Middle, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, or Web Schools, we've got a message from Loveless. As your official photographer, they want to remind you that it is deadline time. This, it's, it's not crunch time. It's, it's the time. If you haven't had those senior portraits done, get them in the yearbook. Got to get it done here. And I know it's been a weird year, but you need to call Loveless and book that senior session. 615-890-1558. Our friends at Loveless are always, well, that's our line, always at the game. Yeah, but they are. Yeah, they always are. <laughs> not just at football either. Volleyball, soccer, you name it, they're there. Not just sports. Choir, band, you name it, they're there. That's Loveless Photography. And uh, you can check out their galleries at lovelessphotography.com. And for you, maybe you don't have children in school or you're thinking, you know what? Great Christmas gift would be a nice photograph of the family. Well, it certainly would. Let Loveless capture that beautiful family of yours by calling 615-890-1558. Lovelessphotography.com where you can check out all of their work. And I guarantee you that you won't want to go anywhere else. That's Loveless Fine photography. All right. Well, here on the uh, Prentice Alsa Heating and Air post-game show on News Radio WGNS, uh, a couple of things that we always do. That's our Loveless Fine Photography players of the game. Then we hand the reins over to John Dinkins for a look at the Sir Pizza replays. That's right. We get uh, starting with Riverdale first with 8.30 to go in the first quarter. A 15-yard pass from Holcomb. Sir Pizza game replays. Tied in Mitchell. Lines up here on the near side. Blocking for Holcomb, who passes toward the end zone. A catch by C.J. Johnson leaping into the air. Yes, sir. Touchdown, Warriors. Well, I hate to be redundant, but another perfectly thrown ball. Had two receivers open, and uh, Johnson came down with it on a nice uh, over-the-shoulder catch. Touchdown, Riverdale. Extra point was good. Riverdale led 7-0. Riverdale put another score on the board with 7.09 to go in the first half on a, a one-yard run by Hewitt. Sir Pizza game replays. First and goal at the one, and it's a direct snap. It's Cade Hewitt who runs it in for the touchdown. Warriors. Well, one yard, one carry, touchdown for Cade Hewitt. Just a great drive by Riverdale. Just You saw a little bit of everything, but mainly you got to give credit to, to Jamison Holcomb on that because he was lights out. That made it 14 to nothing. The extra point was good. Uh, in the end of the second in the second quarter, Blackman did get on the scoreboard with 2.19 remaining on a five-yard pass from Beam to Marshall. Sir Pizza game replay. 
Here is Drew Beam calling his own number on third and five. Makes the late pitch into the end zone. Touchdown. Complete on the TD to Ben Marshall. Touchdown, Blaze. Well, he had a couple options. He ran out, rolled out to the right. He could have, may have, could have gone in and scored, but he waited and waited and waited, and then finally Marshall broke free and just lobbed it over the defender's head for the touchdown. And that made it 14-7 to at halftime. Of course, Holcomb was injured, and came uh, coming into the game was Hewitt. And with 3.58 to go in the third quarter, he threw a pass to Mitchell for a <laughs> Sir Pizza game replay. Here's Hewitt. Got receivers downfield. It's caught. And it's Alex Mitchell all the way in. Touchdown. 34-yard strike, Cade Hewitt. Alex Mitchell on fourth down. Well, I don't know who called that play in the Riverdale sideline, but, man, it was beautifully thrown by Hewitt. Just out of the reach of Blackman, they went for the interception, and when they did that and didn't come up with it, it was all uh, all sailing here going into the end zone. That was a third or a fourth and 18, I believe. A fourth and 18, and they scored. Made it 21-7. That may have been the biggest play of the game. Blackman scored with 9.05 to go on an eight-yard run by Hudson Jackson. And let's play the tape. Sir Pizza game replay. Wide side of the field is the right. They're moving left to right. It's Hudson Jackson in there. Touchdown. Blaze, an eight-yard run. Andrew Hudson Jackson. Well, they showed a, lo- a really different look that time and similar to what Riverdale was running. And Hudson hit the hole, and they couldn't get him. Touchdown, Blackman, the big one here with 9.05 to go. And they had a couple of chances to score. Blackman did, uh, but Riverdale got stingy and uh, shut him out the rest of the way and held on to the ball, had a couple of first downs, big runs uh, by Hewitt and Lloyd, and they hang on to win it 21-14. to 14. And those are your Sir Pizza replays. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. That's your Sir Pizza game replays. Be sure to check out WGNSSports.com for the podcast of the game and Sir Pizza for your next family night. Serving since 1965 with the best pizza in Rutherford County. They're ready to feed your hungry family on Memorial Boulevard, South Church at Veterans Parkway, and on East Main Street. Sir Pizza, good to the very edge. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. And now we go to our stats brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Loveless Fine Photography, and Winner's Trophies. For Blackman, uh, Hudson Jackson, nine carries and 92 yards. Jalen Pleasant, 10 carries for 45 yards. Drew Beam was nine of 18 for 106 yards in the game and uh, threw a touchdown pass. Uh, Blackman rushed for 63 in the first, 74 in the second half for a total of 137. They passed for 62 in the first half, 44 in the second for a total of 106. Total offense for Blackman, 243 yards. They had seven first downs in the first half, only five in the second half. For Riverdale, Jalen Hoke, Jameson Holcomb, one carry, nine yards. Marcus Lloyd, 10, 10 carries for 30 yards. It was Brandon Kennard with 14 carries, 57 yards on the night. Cade Hewitt came in and had 13 carries, 60 yards, and a touchdown run of one. Uh, Holcomb was 8 of 8 for 131 yards. What a game he was having. He went down with an injury. And Cade Hewitt, 4 of 8 for 66 yards. He had a touchdown pass and also a touchdown run. 
Mitchell had a really fine night. So did C.J. Johnson for the Riverdale Warriors. They rushed for 68 in the first half, 88 in the second for a total of 156. They passed for 131 in the first, 66 in the second for a total of 197. The total offense for Riverdale tonight, 353 yards. They had seven first downs in the first half, seven in the second half. And for the most part, a pretty well-played game, very few penalties. Uh, each team acquired, let's see, Blackman had three, Riverdale with two. So a, a really good game, a gutsy game by the Riverdale Warriors who improve in the region and really have established themselves as at least the second-place team in the in the region. Uh but they've got a big showdown coming down the road. Yes. John. Oh, the, um, yeah, the I, stats I, sponsored by Fans Heating and Air, Loveless Fine Photography, and Winner's Trophies. I, w- I was just thinking, you know, um, <laughs> Warren County flies under the radar, but they're 6-0 and yeah. right now. And uh, only uh, Oakland and Warren County are 6-0 and at this point. Uh, they did get the win tonight, 25-20, another – very close loss for the Seagull Stars, and we'll run down the scoreboard in just a second. But you've got to think that they're in the mix here now for a playoff berth. I don't know how the Coffee County game went. I'll try to take a look at that here in just a second. But uh, a very interesting year in terms of the way things look. But, John, as we are close to fall break, that was a huge win for Riverdale tonight. Yeah, and it looks a lot different than it did for many years in who's up there in the top four. Uh, this time, so uh, some interesting things going on. Uh, let's see. Maybe I can kind of grab a look here at uh, see about that Coffee County uh, game here and, and see where it's at in terms of the contest. Uh, in the fourth quarter, Coffee County 13, Cookville 7. And if Coffee County gets that win over Cookville, that's going to make it really difficult down there. And, and and I tell you, really, Blackman's probably playing for their playoff lives now. That you're going to have to, and they've still got Oakland on the agenda, but uh, they can't they can't afford to lose. Uh, John being one and two in the region, they they can't afford to lose uh, four games. I wouldn't think and get in. Well, it if, may if, be close if they lose to Oakland. Well, that's lost three to losses. Oakland, Riverdale and Warren County, right? Right. And they have beaten Coffee County. They still got to play Cookville. Yeah. But they that gotta, Cookville game's going to be big. They got to get some help. Yes. Is what I see. I mean, yeah. they're going to have to get some help to get there. And uh, you know, Warren County, they're going to have to hope Warren County stumbles, but really probably more so Coffee County. But uh, they would have a tiebreaker if they can get there in in that matchup. So, um, tough way to go, but you know, they'll be ready. They they don't have time to worry about it. They've got to play Oakland next week. Indeed. What are we doing next week? I think we're going to be at yep. doing Blackman, Oakland. That's it. That's uh, our broadcast plan uh, for next week with uh, Blackman at Oakland uh, here on WGNS in the game right before fall break. And that'll be a big one uh, coming up next Friday night. Um, by the way, uh, looking ahead, Riverdale um, will have Siegel at their place uh, next Friday night as well. So, um, John, I guess we'll run down the scores. We're still missing one, and I think that game's maybe still uh, in progress. And we'll get the uh, final scores coming up um, on TriStar Friday Night Live, coming up with J.P. Plant. But 
I'll see you for the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner. All right, Brian, we had a good one tonight. Most certainly did. Another good one here tonight. Appreciate John and uh, all of his work here this evening. Running down that Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard for you, Riverdale of Victor 21-14 to improve to 5-1 and one on the season. It was Oakland, a victor over Rockvale 56-7. Warren County edges Siegel 25-20. It was uh, Smyrna all over the Antioch Bears 59-8. Stewart's Creek 45, Station Camp 7 to uh, even their record at 3-3 three and three for Coach Ben Caudill's Stewart's Creek Red Hawks. Moore County bested Eagleville tonight, 21-0, the final score in that one. And uh, Cornersville MTCS at the end of our broadcast here, uh, still in progress with uh, Cornersville leading 13 to nothing. And that's a look at your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. want to thank our friends here at uh, Blackman High School, uh, Dr. Justice, the principal, and uh, athletic director Scott Lawless for their fine work and uh, outstanding help as always. And also want to thank uh, Rod Edwards and Clark Blair for joining us pregame and halftime. Of course, John Dinkins here with me and our producer, Dalton Barrett, at the station doing all of the really hard work. And to all of our sponsors, we thank them so very much for making State Farm Prep Sports on WGNS possible. Well, that's going to do it here from Bart Smith Field and Blackman High School. Final score tonight, 21-14 as the Blaze fall to the Riverdale Warriors. Well, stay tuned. TriStar Friday Night Live coming up. So long, everyone, until the next time we meet at the game. Rutherford County's biggest sports events are on News Radio WGNS, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at the game. game. Uh, apologize, guys. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, Chris Yao, you there with us? I am. I am here. All right. Uh, there you go. Appreciate it, buddy, uh, for hanging in with me there as we uh, we get you Very on. Uh, welcome in to uh, TriStar Friday Night Live. By the way, we welcome our uh, Columbia Lions audience. A win for the Lions uh, tonight, uh, twenty-eight to fourteen over Nolansville. So a big win for the Lions as they join us here on TriStar Friday Night Live. All right, Chris, you were down uh, Richland and Fayetteville. And uh, twenty to six was the score, I believe, uh, fairly early, and uh, it held through the second half. Uh, what did you see as uh, Fayetteville gets the win tonight? Well, it was a very good football game, considering Richland coming off the two week COVID shutdown. Said Nick Patterson, head coach at Richland, said they had a good week of practice, but you could tell there was some fatigue late in the game on offense. They they struggled to finish drives. They were able to move the ball really well between the 30s. After that, it felt like Fayetteville just kind of hunkered down on defense and made the stops necessary to get the win, and that's what good football teams do. Fayetteville moves to 5-1 and one on the year, 4-0 and oh in the region, and that region 5-1A is very tough. Uh, so Richland now falls to 2-2 two and 1-1 two and one and one in the region. But the Raiders still have a lot of football to play in that region, and they still have, you know, Huntland on the schedule. So really good, like I said, really good football game. 
Richland probably just struggled to get to a point where they needed, you know, they just couldn't quite put it together at the right time. So Richland coming off a of course, uh, as we talked earlier about uh, the COVID quarantine, did they look a bit rusty uh, to you uh, in this game tonight? So not really. They, again, on the first drive, uh, I'm actually uh, I'm going to have to let you go. On the first drive of the game, um, they get down to about the 30 yard line, and unfortunately, they were stopped on downs. And then on the second, on the first defensive possession. They end up um, getting to uh, getting two negative plays and then um, giving up an 82-yard touchdown on the next play. So um, again, 20 to six win for Fayetteville, uh, and I'm going to have to let you go. All right, <laughs> thank you, Chris. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh... There you go. So, Coach Mike, uh, faithful <laughs> with the win there. Hope he's all right. Hope he wasn't getting pulled over. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little harbinger. He said, I may have to let yeah, you go. Yeah, man. All right. Well, travel safe there, Chris. <laughs> yeah, hope, hope he doesn't get a ticket for being on the phone. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Don't tell him who you were talking to, Chris, um, at all. All right. Um, We'll uh, we'll see if we can get um, a couple of other folks in um, for uh, from Summit. A big win tonight, forty-two to nothing. They go on the road to Clarksville Northwest. Uh, had no problem, got out early and uh, cruised there in the second half uh, for the big win in that one. So we'll hopefully get to talk to either Mike Epley or Matt Rogers here in just a little bit. As they uh, make their way back to uh, Williamson County, um, and we're getting most uh, most of your finals by now, right, Coach yes. Mike? Yeah, almost all of them have gone final at this point. Still got a few uh, uh, reports, mainly out of the region six and seven. Still waiting on some of those. Okay, uh, we've got. Uh, of course, you can catch the scores uh, at TriStar FNL at TriStar FNL on Twitter. If uh, somebody does have Spring Hill score, we. We haven't had a score from them since halftime, so if somebody would help us out with that. Okay. All right. See if I can get um, get somebody on here with um, with a report from Summit. Uh, Maurice Patton, of course, uh, was at Indy as they defeated uh, Hendersonville tonight. Uh, they get a win, and uh, we'll get that uh, coming up in just a little bit. But uh, right now we've got uh, Mike Epley, and I believe Matt Rogers may be joining him. We may have one or the other, but uh, all the way back from uh, a big win summit at at Clarksville Northwest, forty-two to nothing. <laughs> What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? We just ta- hey, we just tagged the uh, the new thing at Clarksville Northwest. It's going to become famous. Uh, yeah, we're, look, we're, look at we're, you setting the trends, Matt Rogers. Trends. We, we had a good time tonight. We made the most of it. I mean, you knew that literally, literally the second play of the game, you knew it was going to be one of those games. And then all of a sudden we blinked and it was 35 to zero and we were in the first quarter. So, wow. 
That's good for Summit to uh, kind of have a uh, a cruise game like that uh, resting up off the bye week, and, and now they can really focus in on the region matchups uh, pretty much the rest of the way. Uh, who uh, who stood out uh, to control tonight uh, for Summit? The kicker! Tell him, Apple, come on. The, the kicker has played well, but the uh, I would say you know, way to control the offense still there, and he likes to see a little bit more passing. Uh, Matt mentioned it during the broadcast. But besides that, I mean, everything hit on all cylinders for um, Summit during this during this game, and it really wasn't close, as we mentioned, the kickoff. So I think every everyone looked really, really good. I think the big key now is Keaton Wade is out of the boot, and he will be playing sooner than later. He might even play a quarter next week, and that's to the opponent's. That's gotta have some danger written on it. Yeah, that's uh, that's a really good sign, and and obviously, you know, you want this team to kind of come together and peak at the right time, and and it appears that they may be setting themselves up for that. Uh, the real question, though, tonight, uh, Matt, I'm curious, were you able to uh, get a trivia winner for uh, that uh, behind the scenes tour of the radio station? <laughs> and Emily's only. I don't. I didn't know if we could do that or not, but we should have. Uh, <laughs> We should have set that up. Because, look at we, we started digging, like, early on in the game, like, what are we going to talk about here? I mean, it's literally – they're scoring in two and three plays, and uh, I tried to get creative. So, <laughs> the, the truth is uh, there's like 100 people won, so uh, you're going to be really busy next week. Well, we figured the quandary, the quandary we got in was how in the world would we get people to call in? <laughs> Yeah. We're only live broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what so, you could have talked about. You could talk about the Pac-12 football getting started back up, right? You are the good luck charm, man. We Right when we had that interview, it literally hung up the phone like two hours later. They announced Pac-12's coming back. So, you know, they're a little late to the uh, to the dance, but, you know, better late than never. Yeah, I guess so. Better late than never for sure. All right. Um, looking ahead, Summit uh, jumps back into the region. And, guys, I apologize. I don't have uh, their next game. Who do you got next week? Yeah, we have Paige uh, on the road and then the Franklin County. So, literally, they're going to go through the region here with Shelbyville to play as well. Uh, so, some tough, tougher matchups for sure for Summit. But once again, you're starting to get all the players healthy. And I think John Dipple, who he, uh, Coach really likes, and that H-back position is going to be back, and he also plays on defense. So that's a key component, along with, we already mentioned, Keaton Wade, and I know everybody's going to be out for him. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Mike Epley, Matt Rogers, the uh, the best-dressed duo in high school football in broadcasting uh, on the call for WKOM on their way back from a big win for Summit. Gentlemen, we appreciate it. Uh, stay safe out there. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, what a what a couple of characters there. Uh, they have the call each and every Friday night on 1017 WKOM. We appreciate uh, them uh, buzzing as they uh, make their way back into Williamson County. All right. It is uh, coming up on 10 minutes shy of the top of the hour. We're about uh, seven minutes away affiliates from our, our uh, break. And uh, actually, I tell you what, uh, affiliates, uh, I think I blew right through my first break. So what we'll do here as we had a little extra bonus coverage with the end of the Coffee County Cookville game. So, Phillips, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. 
uh, right now. We'll uh, get back, get you a scoreboard update, and then take another break for our top of the hour and get set for the 10 o'clock hour here on TriStar. Friday night live only on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. We appreciate the 35 great years Rutherford County has given Toots Restaurant. This is Nick Hayes at Toots, and we're celebrating our 35th year. Our patrons have always loved our daily lunch specials, and for the first time ever, we're offering them for takeout. So come celebrate our 35th anniversary with us. Toots on Northwest Broad Street, Toots on South Church Street, Toots on Highway 96, or Toots on Sam Ridley and Smyrna. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. When times are uncertain, the importance of saving money becomes clearer than ever. At Wilson Bank and Trust, we want to help your children learn that crucial lesson too. Our in-school banking program may not be able to travel to schools for the time being, but we're still helping kids understand the value of saving. Saturdays this fall, stop by any of our offices to add to your child's savings account so that they can earn rewards and, more importantly, keep up with the habit of saving. Join us for Kids Bank Saturday at Wilson Bank and show your child the way to a strong financial future. Member FDIC. For 80 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Throughout the years, our number one goal has been to accurately assess your HVAC and plumbing systems. With four locations in Middle Tennessee, we provide 24-7 assistance by calling 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. RoscoeBrown.com. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Getting you caught up on scores from across the mid-state. On TriStar, Friday Night Live, on News Radio, WGNS, Primetime Sports. TriStar Friday Night Live. Welcome back. J.P. Plant, Coach Mike, Cameron on Twitter tonight at TriStar FNL. You can catch the scores at TriStar FNL. But, you know, if you're driving around and you're listening, obviously, 
you don't need to be checking those scores while you're driving. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for because you don't want to be speeding either like some people we know. All right, uh, let's get right back uh, to our scoreboard. Coach Mike, as uh, we'll take a look at this before we get to the top of the hour. All right, all these scores now have gone final, unless I tell you otherwise on these. All right, Collinwood outlasts Zion Christian 32-26. to White County defeats York 54-13. to Riverdale 21, Blackman 14. Bledsoe County 35, Sequatchie County 0. Cookville 20, Coffee County 19. Livingston Academy 35, Smith County 0. Oakland 56, Rockvale 7. Warren County 25, Siegel 20. DeKalb County 49, Cannon County 7. Cascade 42, Community 6. Forest 21, Lawrence County 20. Marshall County 28, Springfield 7. Mount Juliet 28, Spring Hill 0. Upperman 7, Oneida 0. Columbia Central 28, Nolensville 14. Moore County 21, Eagleville 0. East Nashville 51, Maplewood 6. Franklin County 55, Grundy County 8. Huntland 39, Lookout Valley 0. Cane Ridge 47, John Overton 7. Lewis County 47, Hickman County 7. Tullahoma 56, Lincoln County 13. Loretto 12, Summertown 7, Page 36, Giles County 10, uh, Hillsboro and Pearl Cone have gone to overtime. They are tied 0-0. White House Heritage 41, Portland 27, Fayetteville 20, Richland 6, Shelbyville 44, Centennial 28, Smyrna 59, Antioch 8, Stewart's Creek 45, Station Camp 7, Decatur County, Riverside, 36, Camden, 16. That's game still in the fourth quarter. Rossview, 35, Dixon County, 14. East Hickman, 55, Cheatham County, 21. Pope John Paul II, 28, Franklin, 21. Stratford, 27, Hunters Lane, 26. Independence, 35, Hendersonville, 23. IMG Academies of Florida, 17. Ravenwood, 7. That was a halftime score as a last report. Scotts Hill, 36. Perry County, 8. Creekwood, 52. Sycamore, 19. Wayne County, 14. Houston County, 0. Summit, 42. Clarksville Northwest, 0. Milan, 49. Huntington, 20. We have no score from uh, Grace Christian of Franklin in the Webb School game. If somebody's got that, please send that in to us. Cornersville, 13, Middle Tennessee, Christian. That's a third-quarter score. Still looking for an update on that one. All right. Thank you, Coach Mike. All right, uh, guys, we are at the top of the hour. We'll take our top-of-the-hour break affiliates, and we come back, we'll get an updated score board, and we'll talk with uh, Victoria's Franklin County uh announcer wcdt yep he got the win will reb he gets the win it's like a starting pitcher we'll talk with him coming up this is tristar friday night live on the tristar sports radio network this is primetime sports touchdown oh my it's out of here gns murfreesboro Tennessee orthopedic alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in rutherford county experts in joint, bones, and muscles. 
and with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. I'm asked all the time, do you have any lenders that we could speak to? Oh yes, I have lenders. I personally deal with lenders in the Murfreesboro, Green Hills, Franklin, Spring Hill, and surrounding areas even as far out as Shelbyville, Manchester, and up north of Nashville. So I've got you covered in Middle Tennessee. Give me a call, 615-788-1932. MK Hughes, sold by MK, brokered by EXP Realty. We're at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard talking with Stacy Potts Orphis. And if it's on, under, or inside of a vehicle, they can work on it. We do anything from small engine repairs to installing engines and transmissions. Still even just your simple everyday things like oil changes, brakes, all suspension work, anything related to drivability concerns, emissions testing. Plus tires and alignment at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard near the county school board office. 867 if I could talk to the animals. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City. Come do business with my family. If you are looking to add a new pet to the family, be it anything from a rescued kitten to a hedgehog, we at Animal City would be honored to help. We are excited to announce that our fall fragrance candles have finally arrived. If you have not experienced these, you should stop in and check them out. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street, right here in Murfreesboro. Thank you for allowing us to serve you for 30 years. Life insurance is a discussion that make most people want to change the subject rather than admit they don't have enough. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson. I can help you focus on how benefits of life insurance actually live on by helping pay off the house or sending the kids to college. Give me a call today at 893-9898. What if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. Auto, renters, frankly, any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-896-2013. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Scores, interviews, and more continue tonight on TriStar Friday Night Live on News Radio WGNS Primetime Sports. TriStar Friday Night Live on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. So glad to be with you. Week 6 the high school football season. All across the network, 1017 to be KOM Columbia, 1037 to be KRM Columbia. Also, WDKN Dixon, WGNS Murfreesboro, WBRY Woodbury, WFTZ Winchester, excuse me, Manchester, 
WZYX and WCDT in Winchester. And speaking of WCDT, the voice of the Franklin County Rebels, who uh, pulled in a win tonight uh, for Franklin County, 55-8. to eight. Will Rab joins us now on TriStar Friday Night Live. Will, welcome back, buddy. Hey, JP, it is good to chat with you each and every week, but uh, it's even better uh, when we're talking about the first win of the season. Uh, first win of the career as well for uh, new head coach Justin Cunningham. He finally got that monkey off his back. Yeah, that's a that's a big one tonight, and it started early and fast, and never looked back with the fifty-five to eight win. Um, you know, Grundy County, of course, the opponent, a smaller classification, but uh, this was good for Franklin County. What did you see uh, on the field, and and what type of momentum do you think they can carry moving forward? Well, the thing I like from Franklin County is they came out there and they just kept punching. Uh, Grundy County forced them to punt uh, on the opening possession. Uh, and then Grundy County's defense been, has been a little bit better than it, its offense, even though a lot of the scores don't reflect that. But Franklin County came back out, had a commitment uh, to running the football big night uh, for the senior tailback. Uh, Dakota Wagner well over 100 yards and a, a couple touchdowns and uh, got some things going through the air as well. Fellow senior Mark Tolliver uh, had a pair of touchdowns, one on the ground and then a 71-yard touchdown. And this was not okay, chunk it 71 yards down the field and run under it. This was about a, uh, a five-yard or, or so pass into the flat, and then he made a couple guys miss. Uh, Rebels forced uh, four turnovers, all uh, interceptions. Uh, two of those returned uh, from for scores, even a couple of the uh, reserves. Uh, the JV kids getting in uh, at the end of the game uh, had a couple of scores. So Franklin County was able to empty the bench. Uh, their starters were able to play well and get a lot of confidence because they were able to uh, close out uh, drives. The defense produced points. It, exactly the type of game uh, you need to make yourself feel good before you head back into region play. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, that first win, did you get a chance to talk to uh, your coach afterwards of uh, what that felt like, what it meant? I did get to talk with uh, Coach Justin Cunningham, so – uh, that'll be forthcoming on the uh, Daily Show Monday. We'll, we'll replay that on, on OTB. But uh, really excited. Uh, of course, Justin is a, a Franklin County boy. He and I uh, went to junior high, went to, to high school together. So it's special to see him return. And, and not just his first win at Franklin County, but his first win as a head coach comes at his alma mater. And, and like uh, I said, and he, he repeated as well, hey, you know, it felt like it should have been coming for a minute. Uh, these scores have been close uh, most weeks outside of the, the Tallahoma game. Nobody keeps it close with Tallahoma no. these days, it seems. Uh, so he's excited, but he's already uh, looking forward uh, to Columbia, uh, coming to the bypass in Winchester next week, a big, big Region 5, 5A game, and he's uh, trying to get his team uh, laser-focused so they can roll some of this momentum and then match up with the Lions. Yeah, Columbia coming in hot and strong too. They get a big win tonight over Nolensville, twenty-eight to fourteen, with that uh, double-headed monster now in the backfield with Buckman and Vigors, um, and uh, they're going to be tough to handle. But uh, I know you're glad Franklin County will get them at home and you know region battles. We we talk about it all the time. Uh, will you know it's uh, Lincoln County, Franklin County, Columbia, Shelbyville. They've all played each other so many years that uh, you never know what may happen, and that's why it uh, makes it so much more fun. Yeah, that's what makes it fun is uh, all those teams 
once you, you know you got Summit that's a little bit ahead of everybody right now, but everybody else is within striking distance, within punching distance, and you get out there on uh, Friday night and get the game of the fourth quarter, and you see who can make a drive uh, late. So uh, the Rebels are going to look to roll over some of that momentum, and uh, you had a couple uh, seniors have big nights. You had some young kids play well. Uh, uh, Keandre Johnson didn't throw it a ton, but five for five, 95 yards and a touchdown. The uh, sophomore uh, quarterback going to feel good rolling into uh, next week, and maybe now they feel, hey, we just keep uh, knocking away. We're going to hit on some of these plays, and we're going to be in these these ball games, and, and we're going to go win them. All right, uh, Will Rab, WCDT. Uh, you can hear him uh, weekdays at eleven a.m. and of course uh, uh, his uh, prep preview show, um, the Prep Insiders, uh, Prep Football Insiders, I believe. Uh, tell folks how they can follow all the great work you do, Will. Absolutely. Off the bench, uh, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. on WCDT, the uh, podcast uh, on the platform of your choice to search for WCDT Radio. And then, like you said, Prep Football Insiders. Appreciate the stations up in uh, uh, Columbia as well as a couple others uh, in southern middle Tennessee for being uh, partners on that program as Ricky Tips and I uh, break down high school football each and every week on Friday. Uh, So check the uh, local listings in your area for the time and, and station. There you go. Will Rab, WCDT. Appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Congrats, man. Thanks, JP. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, got the win. Uh, Coach Mike. Uh, JP, got, an, got an updated yep. note here. Uh, Pearl Cone and Hillsborough finished regulation tied 0-0. Zero to zero. They are in the second overtime right now. Pearl Cone is up 14-7, to seven, and Hillsborough has the, the, their turn in the overtime right now. Waiting on a report for that. So that's uh, that's been an interesting game. Uh, one of our few games that's still going right now. Absolutely. And with that, let's get right to the scoreboard. Coach Mike, our first here in the 10 o'clock hour with all the scores. And uh, maybe by the time he rolls through, we'll have a final in Hillsboro Pearl Cone. But in the meantime, he's going to let us know what happened everywhere else. Coach Mike. All right. All, almost all of our games have gone final now. So... Collinwood, 32, Zion Christian, 26, uh, White County, 54, York, 13, Riverdale, 21, Blackman, 14, Bledsoe County, 35, Sequatchie County, 0, Cookville, 20, Coffee County, 19, Livingston Academy, 35, Smith County, 0, Oakland, 56, Rockvale, 7, Warren County, 25, Siegel, 20, DeKalb County, 49. Cannon County, 7. Cascade, 42. Community, 6. Forest, Outlast, Lawrence County, 21 to 20. Marshall County, 28. Springfield, 7. Mount Juliet, 28. Spring Hill, 0. Upperman, Outlast, Oneida, 7 to 0. Columbia Central, 28. Nolansville, 14. Moore County, 21. Eagleville, 0. East Nashville, 51. Maplewood, 6. Franklin County, 55. Grundy County, 8. Huntland, 39. Lookout Valley, 0. Cane Ridge, 47. John Overton, 7. Lewis County, 47. Hickman County, 7. Tullahoma, 56. Lincoln County, 13. Loretta, 12. Summertown, 7. Page 36, Giles County 10. As we mentioned a while ago, in overtime, and the game is still going right now, or at least the last report we have, Pearl Cones up 14-7 to with uh, Hillsboro having their, sec- their chance in the second overtime. 
White House Heritage 41, Portland 27, Fayetteville 20, Richland 6, Shelbyville 44, Centennial 28, Smyrna 59, Antioch 8, Stewart's Creek 45, Station Camp 7, Decatur County Riverside 43, Camden 16, that's in the fourth quarter. Rossview 35, Dixon County 14, East Hickman 55, Cheatham County 21, Pope John Paul II 28, Franklin 21, Stratford 27, Hunters Lane 26, Hendersonville 23, excuse me, I'm sorry, Independence 35, Hendersonville 23, IMG Academy 17, Ravenwood 7, that's late in the third quarter, our last report. Scotts Hill, 36, Perry County, 8, Creekwood, 52, Sycamore, 19, Wayne County, 14, Houston County, 0, Summit, 42, Clarksville Northwest, 0, Milan, 49, Huntington, 20, and Cornersville, 13, uh, excuse me, Middle Tennessee, Christian, Zero. That's a third quarter score. If somebody's got an update, we'd appreciate it. All right, there you go, Coach Mike. We'll have uh, several more scoreboard updates throughout the hour, so stay tuned here on these TriStar Sports Radio stations, where you'll also hear from uh, great uh, high school reporters like the one that's on the line with us from Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, Mo Patton Mostradamus. You can see his uh, uh, work on sm-tnsports.com. Uh, welcome back, Mo. You were at uh, Indy Hendersonville tonight, and uh, Williamson County team's uh, still getting it done. A big win for Indy tonight. That was a big win for Independence. Took control of that one fairly early. Scored on their opening possession. Hendersonville went for it on fourth and two from their 28. Got half of it, and... Independence took the short field and scored again, 14 nothing, And, you know, that was basically it. I said, Scott Blade said that that really set the tone for the night. He wasn't pleased with how his defense closed things out, but, but they did get the win in preparation for a big Region 6-6A game next week against Brentwood. So, um, again, um, Jackson Campbell continues to impress. Four total touchdowns, 340 total offensive yards. Um, another big night for that young man. Have you been able to uh, kind of dissect that uh, that Williamson County 6-6A region with those teams, and uh, can you tell where things may end up going? You know, Independence, uh, they are looking awfully strong. Uh, we saw what Franklin did to Summit. Of course, uh, their region record, not so good at the moment. Brentwood, Ravenwood went toe-to-toe. And uh, there's so much good football right now in that region. Yeah, it really is. And, and you know, if Independence is able to, to knock off Brentwood, then it kind of re resets that region. But right now it kind of feels like Ravenwood, Brentwood at the top, Indy in that number three spot, and then you know, Franklin and Centennial. Centennial taking a tough loss against Shelbyville tonight. But looking like Franklin and Centennial may be playing for that number four spot or or to stay at home for the playoffs. But, again, Independence with a chance to kind of upset that hierarchy next week. Um, I know when we talked before uh, the game tonight, you had failed to set your DVR for Hillsborough Pearl Cone as Metro got back into it. Have you um, have you heard any? Uh, I've got an I've got a score. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I got a score, and uh, yeah, I, it just went final. Do you want me to tell you what happened? Oh, go ahead. I, I mean, sure? I, I was 
I was hoping I might get home in time to catch some of that overtime if it went to a third one, but clearly that's not the case. So, um, so what happened? It, did Hillsborough score and go for two, or it, what, what happened? No, they did not get in. It just went final. Pearl Cone wins in double overtime, 14-7. to seven. Wow. Defensive slugfest there, huh? Yep. Welcome back, yep. Metro football. That's awesome. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. No question on that one. So uh, I know that was one you were interested in. Uh, the Pegasus Cup tonight, uh, Loretto gets the win at home. They defeat Summertown. Um, the crystal ball was a little off on that one. You know what? I think it was Chris when he looked in there, he planted some sort of virus in there. That's what I'm you going You know, with. When, when Chris got into the crystal ball, it just messed up all sorts of mojo and everything, man. I, 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 I feel bad about that. I'm Ball security is important in football, and it's important in football predictions as well. I've got to do a better job with that. Yeah, no question about that, Mo. Um, uh, other games of note, Columbia, uh, you were on the Lions, and they came out strong tonight. They get a big win over Nolensville, 28-7. to uh, they pulled ahead twenty, or excuse me, twenty-eight to fourteen. They pulled ahead twenty-one to seven early in that game, and uh, kind of had control for a good portion of that one tonight. Yeah, that's great to see for them. I, again, I felt like they would take some confidence and some momentum out of that Lincoln County win last week, and and they did that. And now, um, I just heard you with Will Rab a little bit ago. They they've um, got to see if if that travels when they go down to Winchester next week. Yeah, that uh, double-headed monster in the backfield uh, certainly is, uh, had uh, had its role tonight as they get a big win over Nolensville and step back into region play, as you mentioned, at Franklin County next week. Fayetteville, uh, they go down to Richland and win 20-6. to uh, I know you and Chris thought Richland might have a shot there, but you had Fayetteville, if I recall correctly. Uh, you were on the Tigers, and they get the win. They moved to 5-1 and one, uh, on the season. Yeah, I am. I'm impressed from the standpoint that that game was twenty to six at the half. Yeah, and so Richland stood in there toe to toe with them there in the second half and just could not, you know, eat up the stacker as they would say in track. So I mean, big win for Fayetteville. It's pretty much what I expected, but that's not necessarily the way I expected it to come out. And um, just sounds like Richland couldn't catch a break coming down the stretch there. Yep, and uh, Tullahoma. How about that? Fifty-six thirteen. It was fifty-six to seven um, before uh, some uh, some you know JV guys got in there and uh, got uh, got a score for Lincoln County. This was down at the pit. Tullahoma moves to six and zero and looks about as good as anybody in in the area, regardless of classification. It, you remember when Tullahoma went zero and ten a oh, couple yeah. years in a row, <laughs> and you know people thought that. John Olive had suddenly forgotten how to coach or something. He hadn't, <laughs> you know. And it, it's just um, I was Chris and I were talking earlier today about the pit and Gallatin and you know places that it just feels like high school football in this area is what it's supposed to be when certain programs are doing well. And I think Tullahoma is in that mix. You just them to to be successful and and make postseason runs and that kind of thing and to see them back and obviously back with a vengeance is you know kind of comforting for those of us of a certain age who remember you know 
some of the guys that have come through there and some of the success that that program has had. Without question. Maurice Patton. And uh, on a personal note, Mo, I want to – I want to congratulate you and Chris. I didn't get a chance to congratulate Chris. He had to get off the phone pretty abruptly. I don't know if you. I don't know if you talked to your partner yet tonight, but uh, uh, yeah, he uh, he was forced. Let, let, let's let's just say it wasn't the worst outcome. Correct. Yes, that's why I mentioned it. But on a personal, yeah. I want to congratulate the two of you on your first week of your new show, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Uh, it's a fantastic show. I'm thrilled to be a part of that. Weekdays nine to eleven. Uh, some really intriguing guests, some knowledgeable guests, and uh, you guys cover high school sports like nobody else. Uh, so honored to have you guys part of the family, and uh, looking forward to a bright future. But uh, just wanted to mention that. And uh, folks, you need to check them out. SM-TNSports.com. Mo Patton, Chris out. Mo, always appreciate it, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. All right, uh, there you go. Yeah, check them out. Uh, weekdays nine to eleven. A lot of fun. All right. Hey, JP, we yep. got an update on the IMG Florida, uh, IMG Academies Florida and Ravenwood. It's now IMG Academies 31, Ravenwood 14, late in the third quarter. Late in the third, and that is a TV game, ESPNU, yep. I believe yes, you told me correctly. ESPNU. Yep. Um, so uh, if you're out and about maybe just getting home, you might want to check that one out. Check the fourth quarter out of that one. All right. Uh, we are... Finishing up our second quarter of action, I guess, here on TriStar Friday Night Live. Stay with us. Uh, When we come back from a break, we'll check the scoreboard once again. Get a look at all of that, all that fun week six high school football action. This is TriStar Friday Night Live on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, now offering telehealth visits with your healthcare provider. MMC's top priority is the health and safety of our patients, staff, and community. MMC's telehealth visits are private, confidential, convenient, covered by insurance, and all done from the safety of your home. Please visit mmclinic.com forward slash telehealth to learn more or call us at 615-893-4480. MMC's telehealth, your health is our mission. This is a paid legal ad. Big truck injury cases are more complicated than traditional car accident cases. Big trucks have to follow specific federal regulations, and our law firm knows that law. To aid our clients, we also work with experts in the fields of accident reconstruction and the evaluation of damages. If you or a family member has been involved in a trucking accident, you need a lawyer who focuses on representing people injured in trucking accidents. You need the law offices of John Day, 615-867-9900. People you know depend on Dr. Sean Lancaster. The really good quality hearing instruments today are amazing. We're talking with longtime audiologist Alita Tuma, now retired. For people with hearing problems, who would you recommend that they see? <laughs> I go to Dr. Lancaster. I would not go to anyone else. That was Alita Tuma. Hearing aid and audiology services. Hear better with Dr. Sean Lancaster. Shop for your favorites at Dillard's, JCPenney, Brew 21, and Hot Topic. And grab a bite at Buffalo Wild Wings, Sam's Sports Grill, Olive Garden, Miller's Ale House. With more than 60 retailers, you're sure to find something that you love at Stones River Town Center. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for style tips, upcoming events, and sales information. Stones River Town Center, shopping centered on you. Online at shopstonesriver.com. 
Stop by First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna and save 10% on labor costs for just walking through the front door. It's that easy. And if you're a teacher or student in Rutherford County or MTSU, a first responder or a veteran, tack on an additional 5% savings on labor costs for your next job. That's First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna, your hometown auto repair dealer offering up to 10% off labor costs for anybody who can walk through that front door and up to 15% off labor costs for teachers, students, veterans, and first responders. Hi, this is Dave Kiven of Music World and Drummer's Den. We'd like to invite you to come by and see Dan, our guitar tech, Riley, our drum instructor, and Tom, our keyboard and guitar instructor. We offer lessons for any level from beginner to advanced. Our instructors are great with any age, and they'll teach you the songs you want to learn and in the way that you like to learn. Come by in Music World and Drummer's Den. Welcome back to TriStar Friday Night Live on News Radio WGNS Primetime Sports as we continue to update scores from across the mid-state. Back TriStar Friday Night Live, Week Six. JP, Coach Mike, with you, hanging out uh, from our TriStar Sports Radio Network headquarters in downtown Columbia, from Porch Radio. Time now to head to the borough, and WGNS Brian Barrett is on the line with us. Brian, welcome back in, my friend. Week Six, how you doing? Hey, man, Week Six. That has a good sound to it, doesn't mm, it? It it really does. Uh, it's it's been impressive. The teams that have been able to uh, to get six games in, we've had a few around here, but we've also had plenty uh, right here in in our neck of the woods, and and I know a couple in yours as well with uh, with that old COVID uh, bug that's been floating around. Some people are talking about a little bit, so it it is nice to see as many games as we've got, and uh, you certainly had. Quite a few, as always, in Rutherford County. Uh, you were on the call, of course, for Riverdale Blackman. And uh, it's every time I checked in, uh, the intensity was, was ratcheted up. And it, uh, it felt like um, a, a heavyweight uh, bout out there on, uh, on that blaze turf in, at Blackman tonight. Uh, what did you take from the game? Man, I tell you, it, it, it definitely was. This is, uh, it's been affectionately called the backyard brawl. Uh, you know, uh, years ago, over 20 years ago, Blackman uh, spun off from Riverdale, if you will. And so that was an instant rival. And, you know, the last several years, last year was really close game. And uh, Blackman's Drew Beam threw a touchdown at Riverdale at the uh, end of the game to win it for Blackman. And uh, this year, boy, you can just really tell that uh, that kind of stuck in Riverdale's crawl there for uh you know for the whole season and uh they came out ready to play their uh, starting quarterback Jamison Holcomb came out uh was eight of eight for over 130 nearly 140 yards in the first half but one of the uh last plays of the first half somehow injured his hand and didn't return to the game and uh backup quarterback Kate Hewitt had to take him the rest of the way he went four of eight uh but uh you know they had their whole offense you know, and uh, more of a running quarterback. And uh, they, they did uh, an outstanding job, some gutsy calls going for it, um, you know, late in the game to get a first down to keep the ball away from Blackman. And 
uh, it was just uh, it was a nice win for Riverdale, and I know a very tough defeat uh, for the Blackman Blaze. Two weeks in a row, they've lost heartbreakers. Blackman, you have one in five. I want to go there. Are they just missing out on these games, or is has the talent dropped off a little bit? What do you make of Blackman at one and five? Obviously, the schedule is was brutal to begin with, but uh, still one and five uh, just just doesn't seem like uh, the same old Blackman. Well, uh, a brutal schedule, yes. Uh, you know, when, when they face the, the gauntlet, they've still got a, a really good Ravenwood team. They've got Oakland next week. It does not get any easier. Um, but I, I think last week, you know, a, a disappointing loss to Warren County, and I understand Warren County 6-0 and, and, and deserving of such, but one of those games that I, I think they wish they had back um, – you know, because uh, they did make a, a late game of it and had an onside kick to try to um, try to tie that game up and send it into overtime last week. So we, we kind of thought going into this season that Riverdale, you know, if they could get past Blackman, would, would maybe fight for uh, a home playoff spot. And I think with the win tonight, although they still have Oakland and Warren County to go, uh, they put themselves in a good position. I just think there was maybe a little shuffling there between those two uh, with everybody chasing Oakland at this point and a surprise with Warren County. Um, so I don't know how that coffee uh, cookbook game came out, but really a, a lot of things to hash out here in the lower part, um, you know, after the one, two, and three, four through the rest of the region is going to be pretty interesting with the teams kind of beating up on each other. By the way, uh, Cookville scored uh, late in that ball game and held on. They defeat Coffee County uh, 20-19, to I believe, was the final in that wow. one. So Cookville gets a, a late win. Uh, that one was back and forth uh, throughout the night. Um, you mentioned Oakland. Okay, we mentioned them. They won again, 6-0. Um, <laughs> Warren County, 6-0. They defeat uh, Siegel now 0-6, 25-20. And, you know, you mentioned about um, – you know, Blackman maybe not playing their best against Warren County, but uh, Warren County gets the win and uh, facing a winless Seagull team, but Warren County gets the win. Hey, it's all about getting wins, and that's at the end of the day, it's what matters. And uh, you got to start taking them uh, pretty seriously as a uh, region contender and certainly uh, maybe a win or two in the playoffs now at 6-0. and Yeah, I mean, you know, they had uh, a gutsy win at Rockvale. Rockvale scored and, you know, they got the ball back with 40-something seconds left, and they go down and score a game-winning touchdown to beat Rockvale 18-13 a few weeks ago, and they had to hold off Siegel tonight. So, you know, they're just – they're getting some some really good play, of course, with C.J. Taylor, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, it's football. uh, they we may have lost Brian there for a moment. Uh, we'll see if we can uh, get him back, uh, Brian Barrett there. Uh, as of course we were talking about Warren County uh, with um, their win tonight over Siegel, twenty-five to twenty. As uh, they get the win, uh, Smyrna uh, in action tonight. They get a win over Antioch, fifty-nine to eight. Uh, and it was Stewart's Creek over Station Camp, forty-five to seven. Eagleville falls to Moore County, twenty-one to nothing. 
And it uh, Cornersville, Middle Tennessee Christian, still waiting. Uh, Coach Mike, you got an update they, on that? They have gone final. Okay. Final scores, Cornersville 13, Middle Tennessee Christian 3. 13-3, Cornersville final in that one. All right, yep. uh, Brian, you back with me? I think <laughs> He thought he was. Uh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. We got you, Brian. All right. Uh, I don't know if you caught caught us saying uh, Cornersville, Middle Tennessee Christian Middle Tennessee just went Christian final. And uh, thirteen to three is the final there. Quartersville with the win. Well, um, you know, I, I, I knew that there was a uh, a late score in that game and uh, hard fought game there. Of course, Middle Tennessee Christian School, and they beat uh, Friendship Christian. They kind of put them on the map. I know their record uh, is, is a bit deceiving. They played a really tough schedule themselves, and uh, of course, Quartersville a really good football team. Brian, I was about to ask you before we dropped off. Uh, Smyrna uh, got Antioch tonight, and those Metro teams for Smyrna and Laverne. How does that change the dynamic of that region as we move forward to the end of the season? Well, uh, it, it will be interesting to see, and man, I, I think it's it's going to be really uh, strange to see some teams how they figure out the playoffs, and then you know tonight was the worst night with over I, I think around 20 games or so that had to be postponed or changed uh due to covid so what happens when that occurs in the playoffs you know they, there is no next week there is no rescheduling and so that's that's going to be something interesting to uh to look at but you know uh stewart's creek for instance had cane ridge scheduled earlier well they didn't play that so they got the win there but what happens with a cane ridge team who has won the region for the last several years and Smyrna and, and Laverne. So I think it's, it, it's really going to be interesting to look at. I think your three Rutherford County teams are kind of jostling for playoff position. And, you know, with a Cane Ridge, maybe someone else kind of sneaking in there. But um, last week's Laverne win kind of puts them in a good spot, and they've still got Smyrna to go. So it's going to be an exciting finish in 5-6 day, I think, this year. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how all that plays out. All right, uh, Brian, of course, uh, all the Rutherford County uh, coaches on Saturday morning. Let folks know how they can uh, tune in tomorrow morning bright and early. Yeah, bright and early, 8 o'clock. We'll get things going on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner every Saturday morning. Uh, we have coaches' conversation. We're coming up on a fall break week. Not uh, we've got two Saturdays, and then we'll take a week off due to fall break with most of our teams not playing during that time. But Plenty of conversation, MTCS Cougar Corner at uh, 10.15, and looking forward to catching up with the coaches on what was an exciting week six, week six here in uh, Rutherford County. Yeah, without question. Uh, I'm trying to find real quick uh, our Blue Raiders. Uh, hey, hey, fourth quarter, you're saying there's a chance, Brian, 37-29, a minute and a half to go, Middle Tennessee with the football trailing by eight. At UTSA. Fingers and toes crossed. There you go. Yep. All right. <laughs> Sending good thoughts up to Chip for sure. All right, uh, Brian, we appreciate it, buddy. Good to talk to you as always. Absolutely. We'll talk to you next Friday night. There you go. Week seven. All right. Thank you, Brian. WGNS uh, Sports. Uh, check them out, WGNSSports.com. All right, uh, Coach Mike, I'll bring you back in here as uh, we are just past the bottom of the hour. We've got one more commercial break coming up uh, oh, in about five minutes or so. In the meantime, back 
to the scoreboard, Coach Mike. All right, all of our games in Southern Middle Tennessee have gone final, with the exception of IMG Academies, Florida, and Ravenwood. And I think because they're a TV game, they're playing a little bit slower than everybody else. Uh, right now, their game is in about the middle of the fourth quarter. It is IMG Academies 31, Ravenwood 14. All these other scores have gone final at this time. All right, here we go. Collinwood 32, Zion Christian 26. White County, 54, York, 13, Riverdale, 21, Blackman, 14, Bledsoe County, 35, Sequatchie County, 0, Cookville, 20, Coffee County, 19, Livingston Academy, 35, Smith County, 0, Oakland, 56, Rockvale, 7, Warren County, 25, Siegel, 20, DeKalb County, 49, Canyon County, 7, Cascade, 42, Community, 6, Forest, Edges, Lawrence County, 21 to 20. Marshall County, 28. Springfield, 7. Mount Juliet, 28. Spring Hill, 0. Upperman, 7. Oneida, 0. Columbia Central, 28. Nolensville, 14. Moore County, 21. Eagleville, 0. East Nashville, 51. Maplewood, 6. Franklin County, 55. Grundy County, 8. Huntland, 39. Lookout Valley, 0. Cane Ridge, 47. John Overton, 7. Lewis County, 47. Hickman County, 7. Tullahoma, 56. Lincoln County, 13. Loretto, 12. Summertown, 7. Page, 36. Giles County, 10. Pearl Cone, 14. Hillsboro, 7 in two overtimes. White House Heritage, 41, Portland, 27, Fayetteville, 20, Richland, 6, Shelbyville, 44, Centennial, 28, Smyrna, 59, Antioch, 8, Stewart's Creek, 45, Station Camp, 7, Decatur County, Riverside, 50, Camden, 22, Dixon, uh, excuse me, Rossville, Rossview, 35, Dixon County, 14, East Hickman, 55, Cheatham County, 21, Pope John Paul II, 28, Franklin, 21. Uh, late addition to our score here, Good Pasture, 42, McGavick, 12. Stratford, 27, Hunters Lane, 26. Independence, 35, Hendersonville, 23. Uh, Scotts Hill, 36, Perry County, 8. Creekwood, 52, Sycamore, 19. Wayne County, 14. Houston County, 0. Summit, 42. Clarkville, Clarksville Northwest, 0. Huntington, 20. Excuse me. Milan, 49. Huntington, 20. And Cornersville, 13. Middle Tennessee Christian, 3. Those are the scores for the middle, southern Middle Tennessee area. All right. Thank you very much, Coach Mike. Oh, Type. Yep. We do have an update on the, on the Ravenwood game. Now, IMG Academies Florida is up. 38 to 14 over Ravenwood with about 9.23 in the fourth quarter as of this report. All right, uh, there you go. Uh, we'll have another scoreboard update coming up in about 15 minutes, so stay tuned. Maybe a couple. Uh, when we come back from break, uh, we'll hear from uh, some victorious Columbia Central Lions, their head coach, a couple of players. Lee Maddox, voice of the Lions, caught up with them post game. We'll have that for you coming up. After this break, you're listening to TriStar Friday Night Live on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. 
At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Since 1874, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee has been an independently owned community bank. Hi, I'm Brian Wilcox, Executive Vice President, and we are proud to be a part of the Rutherford County community. We offer premier community banking at two locations in Murfreesboro, 1708 Gateway Boulevard and 3427 Memorial Boulevard. We'd love to share with you the benefits of community banking at First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. And if you haven't tried Sir Pizza, it's truly an experience that has to be tasted to be appreciated. Stop in Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church and discover what those of us who love Sir Pizza already know. It's good to the very edge. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. When you turn to Turner Security, powered by TechCore, you can leave your security issues at the door. Where can you turn when you need a friend to put your fears to rest? Turn to the best. When you turn to Turner Security, powered by TechCore, you can leave your security issues at the door. Turn to Turner Security. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. Scores and more continue tonight here on TriStar Friday Night Live on News Radio WGNS Primetime Sports. Welcome back to TriStar Friday Night Live on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. So glad you're with us. JP, Coach Mike with you. Be here till 11, final segment of the program on this week six of high school football. We'll get back to the scoreboard here in just a little bit. Um, and uh, you pretty much got all finals except for that Ravenwood uh, Florida game, right? Yeah, yeah everything, everything else yeah. has gone final. Uh, you know, again, TV game, you got a lot of TV timeouts are slowing the play down, probably. 
All right, uh, so we'll get a check at that scoreboard here in just a little bit. So stay uh, with us, uh, and we'll get that to you. But in the meantime, the Columbia Lions victorious tonight over Nolensville, twenty-eight to fourteen. And our only Maddox had the chance to catch up with the coach and a couple of players following the game. We're joining head coach Jason Hoth here as the victorious Columbia Central Lions take down the Nolansville Knights 28-14 to here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Coach Hoth, uh, the second week, uh, second straight week of a victory. you got to feel good. I know the players feel good. Yeah, it feels good anytime you can come over the win on a Friday night, especially against a good quality football team. I uh, just... Just tickled to death for these guys and their performance tonight, and just uh, you know, it was, a, it was a total team effort. Guys, uh, they left it on the field tonight. You brought a lot of players in tonight that really hadn't, had, you know, you had Buckman, you had Biggers, you had DeAndre Williams all running the ball and all running successfully with your offensive line back intact, right? Yeah, it was good to good to finally have the offensive line back tonight, and uh, you know, hopefully they're starting to click a little bit more. Uh, more games under their belt, but uh, I was excited with our running back performance tonight. First time we've actually had a chance to uh, to rotate Buckman and Biggers and uh, their uh, DD there at the end of the game. So um, pleased with how they ran the ball tonight. They uh, it was a good one-two punch for us tonight for sure. And you had a quarterback, a senior quarterback, Brady McCandless, throwing the ball very well tonight. Uh, he had quite a, a, a lot of yardage, a very su- a good success rate on his passing completions. You get, you got to be thrilled with the way the passing game went. Oh, I mean, it was, I couldn't have asked for a better performance out of Brady tonight. Uh, he was smart with the football. Uh, he kept drives alive. When you do that in the passing game, it opens up the running game. And, um, you know, he, he was very efficient tonight. You know, he took care of the ball, and um, that's that's what you ask out of your quarterback. He, he did an awesome job tonight. I know he got a little ding on his wrist and not sure about that. They'll evaluate that over the weekend, and you'll see when you get back to practice on Monday. But And obviously, you know, Nolansville is not a region game, but you knew how tough they were. They're, they're as you said, uh, alluded to, they're a great football team. You know, they're 3-1 and one coming in here. But uh, now that sets you up to get back in region play, another important game next week at Franklin County. Yeah, um, you know, and it's we knew this is a tough opponent tonight. And, um, you know, they, uh, they're a solid football team, and you know, they handed it to us last year. So I was excited that we came out here and, and played the way we did tonight. Um, gives us momentum going into Franklin County next week. Uh, it's a huge region game for us. It's, a, it's another one that uh, has got you know, playoff implications on the line next week. Um, you know, we're sitting at one and one in the region, so if we can if we can be two and one, it definitely helps our case for any kind of postseason play. But uh, you know, we're going to have to go back to the drawing board next week. We're going to have to uh, have another good week of practice. We've had two good weeks of practices in a row, and I've told the guys, hey, when you practice well Monday through Thursday, good things usually happen on Friday. So hopefully they're starting to see that, and uh, hopefully we can carry that momentum on the next week. Great victory tonight over Nolansville, Coach, and good luck uh, in this week, this coming up week of practice, and especially as you go on the road against Franklin County next week. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, so that was uh, head coach Lee Maddox. Uh, excuse me, Lee Maddox with head coach Jason Hoth. He also called up with uh, quarterback uh, Brady McCandless, and here's what that sounded like. Joining now with Brady McCandless, the winning quarterback of the Columbia Central Lions, as y'all defeat uh, the Nolansville Knights, twenty-eight to fourteen. You had a great night throwing the ball. Brady, talk about the win tonight. 
Uh, it all started in the first quarter and playing a whole game. You know, we didn't do that last week. We missed out on the third quarter. But I think we came out here tonight, and we were ready from start to finish. And we played our hardest from until the first snap was snapped to the last snap was snapped. And I think that was a great job by the offense and the defense both. Senior night, it's got to feel special, right? Oh, yes, sir. Very special. Wouldn't want any other outcome than this, especially after last year against them. Well, unfortunately, there in the third quarter, the fourth quarter, you, you got a little ding on your wrist. Do you know anything yet? Uh, not yet, but I'm going to get an x-ray over the weekend and see what's going on. But hopefully you'll be back for Franklin County oh, next yes, week, sir. a big region game next week. Yes, sir. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll be ready for that. But with or without me, they will be ready. I do know that. All right. Brady McCandless, congratulations. A great victory tonight over Nolansville, 28-14. to 14. Thank you. All right, uh, Lee Maddox also caught up with Christian Biggers uh, following the game as well. We're joining Christian Biggers here on the Columbia uh, on the field after the game. Christian, you had a great game back in tonight, and uh, I think over 60 yards rushing. Uh, your thoughts on on the victory over Nolansville? Uh, it was a good win for the, the school because we. He said, as you as you uh, know, we we haven't beat uh, Wilson County team in 10 years. And then the old line was blocking David. They butt offs, and this is started from there. So. It's got to give you some momentum as you go to, towards the end of the season now. you got four more games left, a big one next week against Franklin County. Your thoughts going the rest of the way? Uh, we got to take it week by week. we got Franklin County, then we got Paisley, we got Shaverville, and then this playoffs, we, we got to get it. we got to work. All right, great job tonight rushing the football for the, the victorious Lions, 28-14 to 14 over Nolansville. Appreciate it. All right, all right, uh, there you go. Christian Biggers is to bring back in uh, Coach Mike. And uh, the Lions, I tell you, it's a tale of two teams. Uh, of course, you know, lost to Summit. No big shocker there at home. But then uh, just really, quite frankly, didn't show up down at Giles County yeah. uh, and uh, put everything in the basket uh, region game against Lincoln County uh, to really turn the season around. They pulled through. Uh, they had some adversity. They got it early, lost the lead, kicked a long field goal, got the lead back, held on for a win, had another good week of practice, uh, and looked to get stronger as the night went on. Uh, both teams felt each other out a little bit. It was scoreless for most of the first quarter, and even in the second quarter, I believe. And uh, But uh, this, is, this could be a nice turning point. You, when you can back up two wins in a row like this after losses – you talk about some great momentum going yeah, into region game. Especially when you when you have to face a little bit of adversity to do it. Uh, you know, like you said last week, they they got off to that quick start and then they lost the, you know, lost the lead and stuff like that. They had to fight back through that emotionally, and and, and they got their confidence back. And, they, and that's that is a huge huge uh, momentum shift coming into this week. You know, again the game starts off really even uh, early on, and they start they start pulling away. They've got now they've got the confidence that they we can come back if if things go, don't go our way initially you know we're still in this thing we can still come back and that's that is that part of that hum, uh, that uh, that confidence factor is is huge to to carrying on into the playoffs well and uh, speaking of uh, confidence uh, jeff cunningham with uh, franklin county got his first ever win tonight uh, as they defeated grundy county 55 to 8 it's columbia's next Opponents and WCDT's Will Rab caught up with Jeff Cunningham after the game. And joined now by the head coach of the Franklin County Rebels, Justin Cunningham, and the victorious head coach for the first time in his head coaching career. And 
Uh, Coach, first of all, uh, congratulations. And, I, and look, any 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 first wins uh, sweep, but I know it's uh, extra special to be able to come here and uh, do it at your alma mater as well. It's it's super special. Um, it's been a long time coming. Those those four losses in a bye week seems like this season's been dragging out forever, and feel, it really feels good to finally get a W. Team's been uh, working hard. We talked about that uh, when we chatted uh, yesterday. They continue to work hard in the games and at practice, and so uh, get a, a big result on the scoreboard, uh, get a lot of guys uh, playing time. Uh, that's a, a reward for all that hard work. It sure is, and you know, hopefully this will jumpstart us to move move forward and do um, just have a great week of practice. And we got a big challenge against Columbia um, next Friday. So, how you uh, take this and, and try to roll it forward in addition to just trying to build on that momentum? Would you, I just told them just a second ago that we've really, really got to come to practice focused and really, really try to uh, hammer on our details and just have just great attention to detail and our efforts got to be out the roof and we just we just got to come next week ready to play and all the playoff picture still in the picture and um you know we control our own destiny of getting in there that was one of our goals to make the playoffs and we can still do it all right coach again congratulations let you go uh celebrate uh, some more and uh, enjoy the win thank you thank you man for all that hard work It, it sure is and you know, hopefully this will jumpstart us to move move forward and do um, just have a great week of practice. And we got a big challenge against Columbia um, next Friday. So, how you uh, take this and, and try to roll it forward in addition to just trying to build on that momentum? Would you, I just told them just a second ago that we've really, really got to come to practice focused and really, really try to uh, hammer on our details and just have just great attention to detail. And our efforts got to be out the roof. And we just we just got to come next week ready to play. And all the playoff picture still in the picture. And, um, you know, we control our own destiny of getting in there. That was one of our goals to make the playoffs, and we can still do it. All right, Coach, again, congratulations. Let you go uh, celebrate uh, some more and uh, enjoy the win. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right, brother. All right, uh, that was uh, Justin Cunningham. My apologies, uh, Coach Cunningham. Uh Especially, you get your first win, got to get the name right. Yeah. Say whatever you want to about me. Just get my name right when you print it in the newspaper. Yeah. Especially right. when you get that first win. That's that, right. That, that, Justin that was a big one. Cunningham of Franklin County. Congrats to him. Appreciate to Will Rabb uh, providing uh, that sound for us tonight. A little uh, preview of Columbia, Franklin County next week, which, by the way, you'll hear on our uh, sister station, 1037 WK. RM. All right, uh, we're coming up towards the end of the program, week six, but not before, not before, Coach Mike, we take uh, one more whip around. See what I did there? One more <laughs> whip around. I can make this thing work. Okay. Come on. All right. One more final. <laughs> uh, third time's a charm. Get that, get that button right there. Whip around. With Coach Mike, and I'm, I'm not even going to that one. Oh, well, here we go. It's late. Uh, week six. Mike, give us some scores. All right. All the games are final with the exception of the one TV game. Collinwood, 32. Zion Christian, 26. White County, 54. York, 13. 
Riverdale, 21. Blackman, 14. Bledsoe County, 35. Sequatchie County, 0. Cookville, 20. Coffee County, 19. Livingston Academy, 35. Smith County, 0. Oakland, 56. Rockvale, 7. Warren County, 25. Siegel, 20. DeKalb County, 49. Canning County, 7. Cascade, 42. Community, 6. Forest, 21. Lawrence County, 20. Marshall County, 28. Springfield, 7. Mount Juliet, 28. Spring Hill, 0. Upperman, 7. Oneida, 0. Columbia Central, 28. Nolensville, 14. Moore County, 21. Eagleville, 0. East Nashville, 51. Maplewood, 6. Franklin County, 55. Grundy County, 8. Huntland, 39. Lookout Valley, 0. Cane Ridge, 47. John Overton, 7. Lewis County, 47. Hickman County, 7. Tullahoma, 56. Lincoln County, 13. Loretto, 12. Summertown, 7. Page, 36. Giles County, 10. Pearl Cone, 14. Hillsboro, 7 in two overtimes. White House Heritage, 41. Portland, 27. Fayetteville, 20. Richland, 6. Shelbyville, 44. Centennial, 28. Smyrna, 59. Antioch, 8. Stewart's Creek, 45. Station Camp, 7. Decatur County, Riverside, 50. Camden, 22. Rossview, 35. Dixon County, 14. East Hickman, 55. Cheatham County, 21. Pope John Paul II, 28. Franklin, 21. Good Pasture, 42. McGavick, 12. Stratford, 27. Hunters Lane, 26. Independence, 35. Hendersonville, 23. Uh, Scotts Hill, 36. Perry County, 8. Creekwood, 52. Sycamore, 19. Wayne County, 14. Houston County, 0. Summit, 42. Clarksville, Northwest, 0. Milan, 49. Huntington, 20. Cornersville, 13. Middle Tennessee Christian, 3. And with 3 minutes and 49 seconds left in the game, IMG Academies up. Uh, IMG Academies of Florida, 45. Ravenwood, 14. Those are the scores this, this week. All right, thank you, Coach Mike. That final uh, look at our scores uh, from week six. And, um, again, you can find us on Twitter, at TriStarFNL. Uh, I think we got all those out uh, tonight. Uh, our, uh, our intern, uh, social czar, if you will, social media czar, Cameron Stovall. Appreciate his help. Um, proud of him. Ran, ran the board tonight for our summit game. Yeah. Yeah. A really good job. Yeah, put him out there. So uh, appreciate uh, his help and uh, all the help from uh, all of our affiliates, WDKN Dixon, WGNS Murfreesboro, WFTZ Manchester, WBRY Woodbury, WCDT, WZYX, and Winchester, WKRM Columbia, and, of course, 1017 WKOM here in Columbia as well. We'll be back at it next week. It's week seven. Our coverage begins uh, really at 6 o'clock with um, our TriStar Friday Night Live pregame show. You can catch that locally on 1017 
and 103.7 and online at uh, tristarfnl.com. And then our whip around online will take you all the way through to 11. And uh, we join back up on our stations as your game concludes on your home for high school football. Thank you so much for being with us tonight, for Cameron Stovall, for Coach Mike, and all of those that help out and tune in. This has been TriStar Friday Night Live on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week.